0: This
1: week on the Bampcast. They're disloyal gringos, and they've got dirty mouths. One star,
2: we're in. Alright, welcome to the Banfcast! Hey Bamcast! Episode 319. It's a lot numbers. Wow. It's a lot. Uh, so I'm Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck. And what we do each and every episode of the Bamcast is, we go and we watch ourselves a quote-unquote bad movie. Sometimes free of any themes whatsoever.
3: Hooray! Freedom, themeless.
2: Oh, ah, so we can talk about it for the first half. Then we rate them. Good bad movies, enjoyable bad movies. They get one to five jocks. And robot, robot jocks. Yay! Robot jocks. Yay! Big fan of robot jocks. But, however, there are bad bad movies. stay away. They get a negative sliding scale. One to five bags is a douchebag. After Twilight, Boom. Nope. no, no, thanks, no, mm. not fans, no. Um, so uh, we've been doing some Andy Sedaris movies over the years. We certainly have. Yes, uh, we, we. We did another one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we've been doing this series, yes. the Lethal series. Sure, and yes. this, and we've. Gotten into the next one, 1993's Hard Hunted.
4: Hard Hunted. The hardest
2: of the hunters. Um, so, yeah, let's read a plot summary. A nuclear trigger is being smuggled to the Middle East and the global balance of power is in jeopardy. <laughs> a female federal agent goes undercover to steal it and ends up being murdered. <laughs> Spoiler alert. What? Yeah. I have to say the rest of the line because it's just so funny. Okay. Three other busty federal agents, along with their beefcake companions, have to save the day.
1: (laughs) I like the way you kind of writhe in your chair
2: when you're saying Uh, that. Beefcake It's it's kind of gross. Listen, beefcake
1: always saves
3: the day. (laughs) Beefcake. (laughs) (laughs) Beefcake. Yeah.
4: So, just to be clear, this is not the Picasso trigger.
2: No. No, it is not that trigger. Okay. That was a fish. I don't think so. (laughs) That was a trigger fish trigger was a fish Was it really I don't know what the hell Picasso trigger was Yeah But it wasn't this I thought it was a trigger That was all like Weird Angular (laughs) (laughs) Nothing on this trigger Makes sense (laughs) (laughs) Cubist trigger
4: Okay Yeah Yeah. It's not that Okay Okay. But it probably has The same characters in it Because these ladies Have been around forever
2: Oh yeah Oh you mean Donna Yeah Yeah. Donna's back Oh Donna Nicole
4: Donna and Nicole Yeah Yeah. Yep, but we do not get is, to them for a while. Yeah, we got to set this movie up,
1: I guess. Yeah,
4: because there's yeah, like they people do. on a boat. We have to and set this
2: movie up because nobody else did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, people on a boat are going towards a, a flare, a, a flare on a mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah, well, it's, it's like a buoy, it's, it's like a yeah, it's a buoy, like a drop buoy, I guess but there there's a thing there's a there's a macguffin in this bag that they get Sure is that is this little green jade buddha thing like mm-hmm. made in china literally piece of shit thing you know it just it was it was just a a thing that they found and they were like yeah this is the thing everybody's after it's super valuable and as you think it's a valuable artifact well that's what he says he's like this this yeah. this, this piece this of art priceless. this is priceless mm-hmm. and that's why we threw it yeah. in a fanny pack, and it's you know I'm going to rule the world with it, right? And it's like mm. okay,
4: but and he's Kane, he's Kane, Kane, which he's a little weaselly British man. Mm-hmm. Like if you close your eyes, it's Julian Sands, but if you open your eyes, it's just some pasty jerk.
0: Yeah, he's kind of he's oh, kind of okay. like
3: early, kind of he's kind of early '90s a, Michael Pare-ish. Yeah, a okay. Bit. He, he, I mean, Julian Sands has a presence. This guy's just yes. like.
4: I'm kind of surprised well, the, okay. that
2: voice is coming out of that guy. This is like if Julian Sands' voice came out of Barky, or Balky Bal- <laughs> Bal- 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 Bartokovic. <laughs> I can't fucking say his name. Oh uh-huh. Balky Bal- Bartokovic. Bal- yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I just did that a little backwards. Here. Yeah.
3: Now, wasn't Kane the name of Pat Morita's character in Do or Die? It was. Uh-huh.
4: No idea if this is the same guy. I don't remember if they killed Pat Morita at the end of that movie or not. I don't think they did. I, I do re- kind of remember in a lot of these movies saying, why did they just let the bad guy get away?
3: Yeah, I believe he got away in that one.
4: Because it feels like all the movies are like, the bad guy gets away, and then they just get on a yacht and like, ah, we had this thing the whole time, and then they drink, and then they get in the hot tub. Yeah, I'll,
3: <laughs> I'll be honest. At this point, like the the Sedaris movies that aren't <laughs> Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. There's like Return to Savage Beach, where it's like, oh yeah, there was that weird Japanese like soldier got left behind thing. Yeah. But aside from that, everything else in all the other ones is just this jumble of, of boobs and <laughs> guns, jumble of boobs, yeah. <laughs> jumble. Yeah, boobs. There's a cover band Drafty for wild. you. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. But, but so like they're all, I couldn't tell you what happened in any of them at this point.
4: I, I remember one that seemed to be very misguided where they were in Europe or something and it was about jewelry or something. And it was just like, this is not what anyone wants. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, But yeah, you're right. The rest of them
3: just all kind of blend together. But Kane was the name of the main bad guy. They kind of set up as Pat Uh Morita. It's not Pat Morita anymore. It's a British dude who's like, you know, 50 years younger. Yes. So whatever. He's our main bad guy. He beds a couple uh, ladies. Yeah. Like first, I mean,
2: first scene credits. Yeah. Yeah. It's like credits are still happening. And he, you know, he has like, you know, sexy Asian companion lady with him. But like. You know, suddenly he goes into. The, you know, he's like, I'm tired. I'm going to bed, and of course that means sexy time in this universe. And so, like, you know, this yeah. other lady comes in, and we're like, okay, we don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. And you know, he, he has a three way. Yeah. I guess you know she works on the boat.
3: Yeah.
4: So we are led to believe. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> well,
1: he has two sexy Asian ladies, and then an additional lady. Right. Who's the the woman that works on the boat? Mika. No, I
2: think it was Mika. I thought Mika was the one that joined them for this, yeah. no? That's what I thought. Yeah.
4: She was all dressed up in the, in that opening scene. Yeah. yeah. I yeah, think that she, was that was Mika. Yeah, that but she, then she put on her not, crew outfit and didn't look the same. Right. Okay. It's all very disjointed and weird, mm-hmm. but yeah. there's some boobs like right away and you're like, oh,
2: all right. Well like longer than your average Sedaris movie, but shorter than most other movies. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there's sure. Your, there's your yeah. ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, very quickly we're you know there's they're giving little glances the ladies are giving glances to each other like they're in on this like we're you know we're gonna play this guy and mm-hmm. very quickly it's like oh follow this thing what is that thing let's leave mm-hmm. secret messages
3: <laughs> yeah speaking of secret messages mm-hmm. go on we are introduced very quickly to edie who we remember introduced reintroduced edie who owns the club called edie's edie's <laughs> who um is singing a song and doing all this stuff, and this other lady comes in and kind of like tips the sunglasses to her, and he's like, I'm singing a song, and you're great, whoever you are. <laughs> and she goes into the KSXY radio studio. Yes.
4: KSXY. Which is in the building that mm-hmm. houses Edie's nightclub.
3: Yeah. And Shane is in, is signing off for the day. Shane or, Abilene. Yeah, Shane Abilene from <laughs> previous ones, even though I believe it's a different dude again. Who knows? But it doesn't really matter. No. But like, make
1: sure to say his first and last name every time. Mm-hmm. Shane Abilene. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. But Eva gets on the radio. Ava. And Ava. Mm-hmm. Ava, Eva, Ava, Ava. And she is just like she's supposed to be your your sexy nighttime. Well, this is what She's I love. your sexy Storm. astrologer. Yeah, well,
2: astrology. Shane is wrapping sex up his, his time, like his daytime shift. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, he's wrapping that up, and you know, got sexy assistant lady bringing him coffee and stuff. And he, you know, I don't understand the point of the radio station because it's just. Them talking about, like, how sexy and awesome their lives are, basically. Like, mm-hmm. man, if you were in the studio right now, whoo, yeah. this this lady yeah. sure is <laughs> hot. Like, the that's like, hottest, man, this, isn't, isn't that what 90s radio was anyway? Like, yeah. This radio is so good. Good radio content, guys.
3: <laughs> and I love that it's it's Becky is the chick's name. Mm-hmm. I don't believe she ever says a word throughout the movie.
2: She does during the shooting. Yeah, there's, they're they're taking when they shoot the radio, cans or whatever. Okay.
3: Like, yeah. Yes, yeah. that's right. Yeah. But that's but otherwise about it. Her job is to walk around in a bikini. Yes. Yes. Or topless. Or
4: she's Half
0: very a bikini.
1: good at her job.
0: <laughs>
4: right. She's uh, what they assigned her to do. Spot on. <laughs> but I, I, I only, job. I, only I only
2: bring this up because like you know Shane is ending his run on the, as the DJ. Yeah. Shane will never be the DJ ever again no, no matter the time no. of day but he never leaves. <laughs> he also just no. sits
1: there and drinks coffee. Right. And admires
2: Tits McGee. But yes, so <laughs> Ava comes on and Also
1: in, also Shane is ending his shift. Midday, sure. And Ava is coming on for, for her night shift. Overnight, midnight shift. Yeah, yeah overnight. midnight.
4: Yes, which then lasts two weeks. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. take you through the night. Yeah. But
1: yeah, maybe all this takes place in one day. No, oh, yeah. sure, no, no. 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 Pretty no. sure it does. Well, I know it doesn't
2: because there is a nighttime. <laughs> yeah, yeah a, but that was a fake nighttime. There's uh, a couple night. There's there are multiple nights. M- yes, many nights go by, <laughs> like uh, a fortnight.
3: Many night times occur. Yeah,
4: yeah. So yeah. It, it, these and edie and ava they have been in other movies too um but had
3: ava i didn't
4: remember yeah, her she from... she had been too she was okay. in the, she was in the last one in some capacity
3: okay but she was not in this capacity no there was no radio this station. radio station,
4: no, radio station yeah. is a new invention to right. this movie because the, like okay so it seems ridiculous what's going on What what's going out over the airwaves of this radio station but then like when they get information mm-hmm The whole radio station is basically a front to communicate with the other special secret secret sexy agents. Yes. So what follows after this is just a nothing but coded bullshit to tell like somebody to go somewhere and do something. Mm -hmm. And like any normal person listening to what they think is just a radio station that plays nothing but this one nightclub ladies songs over and over and over again has got to be fucking bewildered by what's happening. Mm. I would totally listen to the station and just be amazed by everything that's going on.
3: It's got to be like listening to a numbers channel, you know, <laughs> You're yes. just Like, there's a message here. <laughs> Maybe we could figure it out. And as we
4: remarked during the movie, that would have been a lot more effective than what they're doing because at one point they're taking calls from, the, the the girl from the boat who has escaped she mm-hmm. she blows up the
2: safe well yeah does she <laughs> well
5: okay what yeah. Mika
2: does yeah we're jumping around <laughs> in the plot but like yeah basically just know that well, Ava, because it's Ava all starts, yeah Ava starts this bullshit radio mm-hmm. overnight thing where it's she's just saying random things in a sexy voice yep like it makes no sense what she's saying at any point in time even before it seems like it's coded mm-hmm. messages mm-hmm. but yes simultaneous to this yeah the the third part, the third wheel in the three way from earlier has now, you know, it's like the next day and they're leaving. They've left messages on glasses, you know, with like the whole I'll write on the glass and then. Okay, mm-hmm. breath. I can see what you said. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the plan is like the, the Jade Buddha is in the safe, break into the safe. So it's sleeping powder in the champagne glass, you know, uh cane goes down. He, he's yes. out. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> They're gonna blow the safe God, open. King goes down <laughs> they blow open the safe like it's it looks like plastic explosives or silly putty with a fuse coming out of it, and like there's a dramatic like she grabs this like almost <laughs> out cigarette, lights it, and like ducks around the corner, and then like imagine the cheapest like 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 the the five year old dollar store firecracker goes yeah. off.
1: It's like it's barely even that. It just goes. Yeah, a sparkler is more powerful.
2: Yeah, I was going to say like this is a sparkler with aspirations of something more. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a bulky snake yep. mm-hmm. that has gone off and uh, yes, <laughs> and it just goes. That was my nickname <laughs> in college? <laughs> <laughs> and it just yeah, but she goes, oh good, all right, yeah, and the snake uh, yeah. just goes,
1: whoosh. yeah. <laughs> so. She
2: gets the thing Somebody yeah. yanked it
1: open With a string
2: Yeah
3: She gets the thing And rendezvous With a windsurfer Right
2: Well not <laughs> Well she takes she, Like a dude comes out And she has to shoot him first But he's like yeah. Freeze And she's like uh, nah. no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Just leaves him there mm-hmm. But yeah She does the old Toss stuff off the side Of the boat Jump in the water And yes Rendezvous with a windsurfer
0: mm-hmm.
2: Named
3: Cole Cole mm-hmm. Who gets her to the shore And they Cole get- by
2: the way Is played by
4: Buzzy Kerbox <laughs>
3: <laughs> Buzzy Kerbox, Buzzy. Buzzy. What else was gut- Buzz? Oh, Buzzy Kerbox in? I don't know. Uh,
4: nothing. Man, he's very, this is
3: it. <laughs> he is very Will Arnett ish. He's
4: a surfer. Mm. Mm, he that's... did some stunts in Waterworld. Ooh, stunts!
3: Oh, stunts!
4: Yeah, but this is his did only... he do some windsurfing? Perhaps maybe yeah. there were some. There was some windsurfing in that. Mm. So, but oh, yeah, yeah, this is his only acting credit.
3: Oh, fuzzy. <laughs> Or buzzy Buzzy. whatever your name is. Fuzzy, (laughs) hey, fuzzy. Um, But yeah, so the windsurfer
4: dude gets her back to the beach,
3: and she and she calls in like from her cell phone, and and immediately like gets in the car and is like, "I gotta, I gotta change plans. I gotta go."
4: No, first she takes a shower. That's true. Very important. She strips down and takes a shower. They needed
2: to get some nudity out of her as well. So we watch nice shower for a few minutes and. And well, then she
3: goes. You got to get me to the airport. But yeah. she
2: goes from like you know, sexy you know, spy lady jumping off, and then like she puts on the mommest of mom jeans. Yeah, like her outfit after this is like, wow, huh? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like let's see how unflattering we can possibly make you. That mom jeans <laughs> yeah. ruined, ruined everyone's. Ass it, yeah, in she the 90s. she is dressed as Blossom's mom for <laughs> the rest of the, for the rest of her time in this movie. Yeah, um, which involves. Oh no! I've got to get out of here. Right. Get me to the yeah. airport, but.
3: The way she calls, like, she has to let Edie know that this is what's happening. Mm -hmm. So she calls into Ava's radio station, radio. Mm -hmm. But actually, she calls in, Ava goes, goes, Edie, come in here. Uh, We have to take this call. And they take the call on the air. Mm -hmm. On the air. (laughs) And give her coded messages over the air, Mm -hmm. despite being on the phone with her at the same time. Yeah. And actually muting the mic and going... We need to tell her to go to see where Donna is. Muting the phone mic, not the radio mic. Yeah. Like them
4: them conversing back and forth is still going out. So Theoretically,
3: she, so they give her. They look at the map on the wall that has a little pinprick in Arizona that says Donna and Nicole. Right. So, like, oh, well, you need to head east. You have to get away from your evil boyfriend who will only chase you down and hurt you. Right.
4: So go to a place of spiritual healing north of Flagstaff or wherever. (laughs) Sedona. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To be fair. Go to a secret place
1: north north of (laughs) Sedona called Cathedral Rock. Yeah. Go exactly to that place.
4: (laughs) The healing powers there will protect you from (laughs) To be fair, Sedona is known
2: for that Flagstaff, not so much. (laughs) Whatever.
4: (laughs) I don't know, but they're just... And then she, like, repeats it back. She's like, oh, okay, so I will take myself to Sedona, Arizona and meet up with the two who are going to help me escape yep. my boyfriend. They're like, yes, have sexy times in God, Sedona.
3: Just, <laughs> it's and like, I, what? The and f- we're still just thinking. anyone listening to this radio station is like, what the fuck advice <laughs> is that? Who the fuck tells somebody to go to Sedona? <laughs> You're in Hawaii. You're in Hawaii. Guts. Yeah. You know how much a plane trip is? Even in 92. You can't just That's keep so driving fucking expensive. <laughs> That's bad advice, Ava. It, it is bad it is advice. I yes. would not listen to
2: any of Ava's bullshit you're advice. A bad sexologist. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you're bad at, a, at an imaginary draw, yeah. job here. <laughs> yeah.
3: So whatever. She's like cool, which sweet. she turned <laughs> into a real job in real life. Yeah. Did it? If you can believe that.
2: Huh. Yeah. Wait. What? That's yes. what she does then? Now? Yes. This lady does this now. Yes. Yes. Somewhere she is spouting this bullshit yes. on some public medium. She's a doctor. Yes. Huh.
1: Yes, Like an actual doctor or a I bought a degree doctor? She has a doctorate. Okay. In doctoring. Technically <laughs> all doctors buy their
3: degree. Yes, uh, yeah. that's true. They don't yeah. just
4: hand them out unless you go to insert university yeah. burn of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Good insult, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I want to stay non-confrontational. Sure. Um, so anyway, okay, I'm so there's some... confrontational. We get some establishing shots of Washington, D.C., that's a right. lot of washington dc oh, like yeah. man They stock footage they established the fuck out of if it if you're not sure we're in washington dc hang on another 30 seconds we're gonna mm. establish
2: it or you just don't know any of the monuments in washington dc or that mm-hmm. but
4: we end up in a room somewhere with some not attractive people like no one with boobs that we want to see yeah and they just have a they meeting of suits ab- and shit yeah and they're just Lame. like having a meeting about the dumb jade statue
3: Oh, yeah, which at this point we learn has a nuclear trigger in it. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, they call it, I don't know, some dumb bu- oh, the yeah. Patriot
1: Fulcrum or some shit, but <laughs> <laughs> it was also mining thing in college. <laughs> that's <laughs> the play they used to win the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. That, was, that was my
2: signature move. <laughs> <laughs> the Patriot Fulcrum. The yeah.
1: Klystron Relay. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. Just as so, good. That's is on, that, a, is, a is that actually on the back of it's the, on the back, DVD yeah. box?
2: Wow. My goodness. It's on the
1: back of the Girls, Guns, and G Strings, Andy Sedaris Collection 12 mm-hmm. film set. Yeah. Oh, that bit available, fi- available at fine retailers like Amazon. Amazon. Yeah.
4: So basically, like the one dude who's actually the continuing character in this movie, Lucas. Lucas is, you know, he gets on the phone and, and calls the radio station. <laughs> and is just basically like, uh, listen, that thing's super important and we need to find Mika. So uh, I'm coming out there. Yeah. And, and
3: Ava's
2: just like, head west.
4: Yeah. And You'll and find your destination. Go any west anymore. Your friends
2: will understand. When possible, please make a U-turn.
4: <laughs> and when you get here, you might want to sex me a bit in the name well, of Edie radio. Well, Edie says that. Oh, okay, whatever. Someone, who cares? Yeah.
3: Yeah. But yeah. but So, so he's, he's like,
4: I'm on a plane. I'm coming.
3: Yeah. And, and meanwhile, Cole has dropped the other chick off. Dropped, dropped Mika off at the airport to head to Arizona. Yeah. And immediately reveals that he's a double agent because he calls Kane and goes, Hey, she's going to Arizona. Right. And Kane's like, Oh, well, I'll take care of this.
4: Yeah. Which, I, I, for some reason, they have a conversation, but not about anything of value because then he sails out to the boat and Kane's like, you well, know, Yeah. Well,
2: I thought that's what he revealed because like, they're like, Oh, we have a wind coming in, sir. Yeah. And they drive. Right. Right. show's wind coming at us. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's not completely inaccurate radars can pick them up but it's anyway still... <laughs> but i mean like they pick them up Nobody thinking, oh, windsurfs at night <laughs> all right that's not accurate <laughs> um the he brings him aboard he's like wait you're telling me you drove her to the airport and you didn't stop her mm-hmm. and he's like kill him and he's like whoa, whoa, whoa wait I, I know where she is he's sedona he's like, he's like hmm you've proved semi-useful <laughs> I will allow you. And they he's like, Please see him off the boat. And he he's has like, his he has his two goons like just pick him up arms and legs style. Like just kind of whoop just yeah. throw him off the boat. And he just goes, and he's just like,
0: what? Yeah,
2: Aww. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: And and Kane like talks to his girlfriend um and is basically like Don't worry, we'll take care of this. I know a man. You'll like him. He's Asian.
0: Does he say that? Yeah, he does.
4: <laughs> <laughs> he totally is like, Don't worry, we can trust him. Because he's
3: Asian, like you. <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs> well, it's it's just, and that's when it's
3: like see, setting up your two gay friends just because they're gay. Exactly. It's a, right. You'll yeah. get,
2: obviously you have you'll, so much. Yeah. You'll love that person. You'll really be they're okay so with gay. this plan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So well, that, I don't know about you, but I get, I get along with every heterosexual person yeah. <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> <Yeah>. personally <laughs> totally. Just yeah. That's how that's how it works out. Yeah, it's that weird. That yeah. All the rest is just <laughs> <Totally> gravy.
3: But yeah. But apparently, if you're Asian, you're you'll get along great, and you're trustworthy. <laughs> sure. So. So,
4: right, like, it cuts from that to you start to see a contraption of some kind, and it's got just shit strapped to it and missiles and guns, and you start to see a, a name uh, <laughs> that's in, you know, dumb, cheap letters on it. It says Raven. Mm. Um, and it's, you know, it's a little. It's a gyrocopter. Sure. It, but it doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before. It's, it's comical. It's it looks like, like a, a giant
2: copper with more shit on it. Mm-hmm. Like a tiny airwolf. That's what it looks like. Yeah.
4: <laughs> and uh, like a
3: poor man's tiny airwolf.
4: And so it's like not an air, only air cub. Yeah. yeah. And so the helicopter is named Raven, but its pilot is also named Raven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's a Banffcast alum. mm
3: mm-hmm. alum. Al Leong. Uh
4: huh. Who speaks in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's <A> weird. <laughs> he has lines of dialogue. He got mm-hmm. paid for
2: it. Probably. It's, it's, it's so weird. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. And but- so.
4: He's in Arizona with this helicopter, Mm -hmm. and uh, so are the stars of the movie.
2: I I get the feeling they're at, like, the same airport. Like, she's landing in the same airport where he has this copter thing. Probably. Yeah. Seems like it, but so... There's only one near Sedona.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, there's nothing else, but so... The stars of the movie and our friends from previous installments, Donna and Nicole, mm-hmm. are just lounging in a stream, in a desert stream, just splashing each other. And They're on vacation. Throwing water Nicole on each other. Nicole says she's,
3: she's just going to work on her tan, yeah. and she's happy to be away from a phone. Mm-hmm. Which explains why. Nobody has let them know.
2: How long ago did Nicole join in? Because who was the other one that left?
4: There was one in like the first two movies, and then Nicole showed up. Nicole's been in like three. Oh, really? Because I, yeah. I
2: thought her little blonde sidekick was along for longer than that. She was definitely yeah, on the last one. Yeah, the blonde sidekick was in, like, I just Hard Ticket and a couple yeah. after that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She left after, like, the fourth one. Okay. Ah, Hope right. Marie Carlton. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember her character's name. Yeah, that's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. I don't know.
4: But, uh, so, yeah, they're just splashing around, having, you know, mm-hmm. doing what ladies do.
3: And it's weird also because, like, the soundtrack has the sinister stuff of, like, Al Leong Getting ready and yeah. getting Raven the chopper ready and all this and they're, just and they're like and, each and, other, and like yeah. the sinister music continues as the ladies are just like splashing each other in slow motion in mm-hmm. a creek.
4: Yep. But and uh, Mika is driving towards them. Mm-hmm.
3: Mika, poor Mika, <laughs> like she goes out to the middle of butt fuck nowhere to find these two. Sedona, wherever they are <laughs> near Cathedral Rock, it, it it's implied she's driven a long ways mm-hmm. out in the middle of the goddamn desert to find yeah. these two. Yeah. And then she gets there and, like, is like, I made it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is really important. <laughs> and then Ali Young's chopper pops up and just fucking guns her down. Mm-hmm. Like, she got all the way out there yeah. to die literally five seconds later mm-hmm. wearing mom jeans yeah it's It's a very undignified way to go
4: she's like oh hey uh."
3: mika they're like oh shit bury bury me with my mom (laughs) Mm -hmm. and
4: tana like goes over to her and you know checking for pulse and everything and she's like like, we're gonna
3: get you home
4: yeah don't worry we'll get you out of here it's like what to the morgue yeah Yeah." she's fucking dead (laughs) (laughs) because nicole's like how is she Tana's like she's Ah, dead
3: (laughs) (laughs) she'll get a proper burial (laughs) right
4: but no, they just leave her because <laughs>
3: yeah, they do. They fucking
2: leave her. They grab
3: the bag that she had, mm-hmm. and, and they hop in their dune buggy and they
2: get the hell out. I got the impression that that was actually Donna's bag because they didn't know about this Buddha thing because she never got a chance to tell her. And like as she was dying, she like she did it do something. And, I think like, she put it in, it in another there. bag. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think she put it in something that Donna would have grabbed naturally when running mm-hmm. away because. Yeah. There was no reason for her to, uh, right, to yeah, grab her Right, because the
4: bad guys show up, they check her bag right. and it's empty.
3: But... Yeah, but Aliong, like he, like they had this little, this little tent set up for shade with a little like picnic table on it. Aliong just blows that thing up with a rocket launcher, <laughs>
4: nukes that thing.
3: Yeah. <laughs> they're diving out of the way. Yeah, and and this basically just starts a long chase with them, him chasing them while them while they're in the dune buggy. And mm-hmm. Nicole actually goes, "Aren't we going to go back for Mika?" Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. I don't think that's a good idea. No, nah. we'll
4: call somebody. Yeah. yeah. Well, someone will come get her. We, we got other things to do. Yeah. I got a guy. Yeah.
3: And Nicole is he'll, shooting. will show up with a carpet and some plastic. Right. <laughs> so, don't worry about Mika.
4: Nicole is shooting at this thing with just the tiniest gun. Just her oh, yeah. little tiny, like, under your hat kind of like, mm-hmm. thing. Um, which under makes under your hat, yeah, you know, who keeps <laughs> a gun under their hat? Nicole,
3: no? <laughs> hat assassins,
4: <laughs> assassins. Um, but it's making a sound like you know, every gun in every Italian spaghetti
3: western. It's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, um, but yeah, they, they uh, eventually like the cops are like, Man, this is a gyrocopter and it's shooting at people, God. so they. So they kind of like go, they're like, well, let's intercept it somehow or something. I don't know. Yeah, Al Leong,
4: for some reason, starts chasing them. Oh, yeah. While letting the two women get away.
3: Yeah, And they and they hide behind this, the, like the cops get out of the car because their car gets stuck because they're idiots. <laughs> and they run behind the sign that says, welcome to Sedona. Please don't litter. <laughs> and shoot at Al Leong's helicopter from there. Which he does not care for. Which, no, <laughs> he doesn't take kindly to. So he blows them up with a missile along with the sign. Yeah,
4: and you just get sheriff's hat on fire, roll back over (laughs) to the car. rolling
3: (laughs) the car. Wow. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and then the other cops who, like, they had radioed are like, come in, come in, and nothing. And then they get out there, and then it's – I don't know why, but they spend so much time with the other cops who get there and are like – Oh, man. It's like, like I, they expect, do, they I linger for them, just a
2: little bit. Like, I know. Yeah.
3: I expected them to have like the uh, the Uncle Owen and Aunt Baru, <laughs> you know, <laughs> burning skeletons next to the Sedona oh. sign. <laughs> and the cops just going, no.
2: Oh.
4: To be fair, though, fuck those guys because, like, <laughs> cause like, their introduction to the scene is basically like, hot, ain't it? It's like, yeah, it's dry heat. I'm like,. <laughs> If any fucking two human beings on this planet have this conversation with one another, they need to hide behind a sign and blow up. Especially (laughs) if
2: they've been somewhere more than a day. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, we know what the fucking weather is (laughs) in Phoenix.
4: We've lived here for 40 years. Isn't it hot today? Yeah, but
2: it's dry.
3: They've had a very strained relationship lately. You're lucky they're even talking to each other. I guess so.
2: Mm I a lot's
3: so. been going on between those guys. Yeah,
2: it was really like a whole true detective thing. We were just coming in for the tail end. <laughs> <What's he? laughs> yeah. like, like the other one had sex with the other one's wife. It was Uh-oh. just got it got mm-hmm. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we should make that movie. But then they blew up. <laughs> yeah. <And> so, <laughs> but yeah, so they linger on the charred corpses of <laughs>
3: their two friends for yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Before Donna's like, "All right, we got to get to Hawaii." <laughs> right. So Mika flew all the way from Hawaii to get to Arizona. Yeah. To die, to give them a thing to go like, all right, well, let's just bring this fucking thing back to Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Dumb.
4: They just had a day in Arizona where they're like, let's film in this lake. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: pretty cool here. <laughs> they're like, no, all right, it's time to get back to Hawaii. Yeah. So they go back to Hawaii. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, like, at this point, like, they're getting back to Molokai Cargo, you know, <laughs> their mm. home base for all oh, this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, like, it's Molokai Cargo slash ED slash the radio station. It's just this. It's all things. It's whatever they have. Yeah, whatever you need. But, um. Like essentially, like we've had, we've now seen conversations. We, we know that Cole is like a bad guy now, mm-hmm. you know, like he's like he's double agent, in, he's a double agent, you know, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he's just there. Like when everybody starts to get back, just like, you know, polishing the planes and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And they're like, Oh, that's weird that this guy was like here before we yeah. got here. Do we trust him? Blah, blah, blah.
3: Yeah. And, and th- everyone's been called into action. Like, right. like
2: Bruce, the first time
3: we see him is he hops on a dirt bike in his kitchen right and takes off oh that's right because yeah he's He's got got, a jungle heat poster on his wall yeah but he's just got the dirt bike parked
4: in his apartment it's
2: like where the dining room table should go Mm -hmm. but he doesn't need one no just hops right on there well
4: because he gets more he's listening to the radio station and gets like a calling all blonde super agents you know your water (laughs) sign is in the west and so all you hot gemini's out there you're to wield (laughs) force of fury needs to point north then you know it's like and he's like fuck yeah (laughs) (laughs) whenever
2: anything aligns with mars it's Mm. time to go to war
3: yes but yeah but but he and shane get he and shane get there and yeah and they're like and cole's like well i I heard that you know everyone's meeting up because something you know something's going down yeah mika said to come here yeah
2: and they're like hmm well Mm. he doesn't know that mika's Mm. dead that's something why is he just like here but like they this is this begins the like I mean it's a, it's a running thing in the series. These people are supposed to be high highly trained spies, and they have the worst conversations in the worst places and don't notice a thing because mm. like they keep having these like I don't know if we trust this guy right next to a door that's cracked just a little bit open, right? And of course he's just you know, like peering around the corner and and, and you know just lurking out and listening to all of this. Yep, and. Like, he's just doing this, like, dumb hide and listen to every bit of conversation. And it really never goes anywhere because, like, about this time, that's when, like, Donna Donna, and Nicole, like, you know, land and are parking the plane and everything. He
3: does call and tells tells his guys, hey, Donna's landing. Mm
2: -hmm. But there was this whole, like, they cut to this really dumb shot where, like, they just keep having excuses to go back to the radio station where Ava is in increasingly ridiculous amounts of dress or types of dress that she's like Mm -hmm. just
4: drenched in sweat and her tits are just hanging out. And sometimes like she's in the hot tub, like on a remote mic. And sometimes she's, you know, sometimes the, the coffee chick is there with her and she's also naked. And it's like, the fuck is going on? Like they'll cut back and
2: she's wearing like, you know, the caveman outfit, you know, like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like cloth, yeah. Yeah. Just like this, like, you know, and like, like stupid, like Wilma Flintstone, like bone, belt and shit. I don't know. It's just it's all ridiculous shit and they just keep cutting back to her. But there's one this one in particular, they cut back and she's like, I just want to say to our to our lost blonde, you know, like or something like that, we get home safely. And then like five seconds later they're landing already. It's like, mm-hmm. well glad we had that little chat. Yeah. yeah. They're back. <laughs> Thank you.
6: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: But they get back and Nicole comes in and is like, Alright, well, Mika's dead. We gotta and Lucas said to wait for all of us to get here, so we're all we, going to get together and then we're going to form a plan. Yeah, we wait. And Donna's like, all right, well, I'm going to, you know, park the plane park the or plane. whatever.
4: You lasso it, you know, to the pitching yeah. post <laughs>
3: button up <laughs> so it doesn't run away. <laughs> and being a highly trained spy who recognizes everything, doesn't notice the giant dude that drives up in a Jeep with a fucking stun gun. No. Him walks up
2: to her and zaps her in the neck like mm-hmm. to to frame this properly she is like putting the the, the boots and everything on the wheels yeah. and all this i mean it's she's and, doing things with the plane the plane is off it's not making noise no you know and this guy drives five feet in front of her like parks in with, front of her parks within the frame yeah parks, like, we can yeah. see <laughs>
3: like and she stands there and happens to pull the jade thing out of her her little pack and look at it for a bit.
2: Yeah, because she's like, "What? what's this? <laughs> and this pi- guy just gets out of the Jeep, walks around the side of the plane, to which he never hears any of this, and goes... With with a machine gun strapped to him. Sure. Keep yeah. in mind. And just stun guns her in the neck. Yep. And she just, you know, crumples like you would.
3: Yeah. Yeah. As another I mean, plane
4: lands. Another plane lands. And a
2: guy parachutes in yes. for no fucking
1: reason.
4: <laughs> guy parachutes in to assist with the kidnapping, and another plane lands for them to push her into yep. and take her away.
3: So basically... Three of the four directions (laughs) have someone coming at her. Yeah. The only direction where no one... She happens to be looking in that fourth direction. She's looking
2: towards the building where all her friends are. She's like
3: Mr. Magooing it completely.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: But yes, so she gets taken, which is a new thing in all of this. It's like they basically invalidate Donna for most of the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. But... um, Yeah, she's... yeah, she just gets you know, she crumples up and gets thrown in the plane. Now the dude that stung under stays behind. Like everyone else gets in the mm-hmm. plane and is like, Let's get out of here. Yeah. And for whatever dumb reason, he just stays behind and they have this well, I, he Kane is behind
3: because he was trying to stall the rest of sure, everybody. Yeah, but, Kane is giving them orders okay. over the radio.
2: But he, he basically just stands there and they have like an open air uh, gun battle. Mm-hmm. Like there's nobody's hiding behind anything. They're just standing in the open shooting at each other and missing wildly. Yeah. Until eventually they don't.
4: It's like those scenes in the Naked Gun where they're like, two feet away from each other, just shooting at each other. Yeah. Um, And
3: Shane continues the Abilene shooting thing, which they had demonstrated earlier. Yeah. As, as you mentioned with the cans, right. Which is the only lines Becky has in that he can't hit the cans sitting There and she. We mean
2: like empty beer cans, not Pepsi cans. Yeah, just make with a clarify over the Pepsi. Right. Just clarifying which cans we mean. they were honoring the fallen cans. But yeah, (laughs) he
3: he, like he shoots the mirror off of the van that he's hiding behind. That's that's great when he does that because he's just like
4: it's just a wacky bit of comedy during the like them trying to save their friend and Mm -hmm. the whole like the whole bit he's just like, oh shit, I hope no one saw me shoot this mirror off the van Mm -hmm. because like when it's all over too, he picks it up like. Those guys
2: shot the mirror off the
4: van. <laughs>
3: Did you see that? <laughs> this is not safe now. <laughs> we can't drive this van. We
2: can't drive the van. But yeah, so but- Donovan has been kidnapped they killed the one guy that stunned Gunder mm-hmm. because, I don't know, they finally decided not to miss. Yeah. And uh, the other girl is mad. Oh, yeah. Nicole is she- pissed. Nicole is so, like, this aggression will not stand Furious. Out. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her splash partner has been taken down and, you know, <laughs> she has no time for shenanigans no, at this no. point. None. None. Because None. Let's go she does not want off.
3: to wait for Lucas. She's like, we got to find her. Mm-hmm. They got Donna. Those fucks.
2: <laughs> now, the next thing that happens is really, really weird because I mean, mm. there, there's a. I don't know, Do we want to go into the part about the weird assassins? Well, like right the, eh, before before eventually. that presents itself. Yeah. There, 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 there's another part where like they all basically get together and they, and they make up this plan and it looks like they're about to get, I think on a plane together. Like they're all talking like, okay, let's do this. We're going to go to this island. She probably is here. Break. Yeah. And it looks like they all get on this plane. Next thing you know, Edie and Guy from Washington, mm-hmm. Lucas, Lucas, are just behind, like left behind. Like the other two took off and it's like, wait, why are you not with them? And they're... It,
3: well, it, what Lucas happens is they meet and they make the plan, and then cut to the bedroom. And right. Lucas is like, "Well, guess we can't do anything till morning." It's like we have to wait.
4: Yeah, we just have to wait here yeah, for something to happen, and there's nothing we can do. Mm-hmm. And and Evie's like, "Well, even James Bond takes breaks for sex or, or something." And yeah. he's like,
2: "Yeah." I thought he said who. <laughs> I thought guy. it was his response. So mm-hmm. Like. Womp, womp. yeah you know, but but then they either way they, yeah they have yeah. To, they have the sex
3: it's been a while since there's been some nudity so sure yeah
2: but i'm, I'm just say it's very disturbing because it looks like they're all like fuck yeah let's go get donna and then they're just like well they hang out behind that's because nicole like nicole is disproportionately pissed off about this from
4: <laughs>
3: sure. everybody else everybody else is like we'll figure this out yeah well i was uh, like no we will go now but lucas also
2: it. makes the really good point of like all right goal number one get the buddha slash trigger and she's like what about donna it's like yeah, I want to get her back too, but this is a nuclear weapon trigger. Yeah, yeah, kind of important. Yeah. Priority one, that priority oh, yeah. two. Not so like pfft, whatever. All right. Yeah, fine. Yeah, but I mean, they have this whole like laid out plan on the dock, and then like mm-hmm. I said, it's just cut to like they're still yeah. at the, the the hideout, and mm-hmm. the other two have left.
4: So yeah. they and, have they have the weird inappropriate time for sex thing, which then sets the theme for all the sex in the rest of the movie, which is basically yeah. like. Can't. We, we can't do anything else but wait for the big event to happen, so might as well bone. Yeah. It's like Mass Effect of just basically, like, Earth shattering stuff is going down, mm-hmm. but why
2: don't we just bone to yeah. kill time?
3: It's gonna <laughs> take a while to get there. Yeah. Ship's on autopilot.
2: I figure if and when they eventually rescue Donna, they're gonna be like, man, we got to you as fast as we could. I, I swear we only had sex like seven times. Yeah. And Each. I mean... Oh, only seven. You yeah. must have rushed. Yeah, we were in such a hurry, like, woof. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, but. <laughs> and Donna has
4: got into the hot tub to think. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Donna, meanwhile, you know, is on the the, the plane where she's been kidnapped. Mm-hmm. And the guys are calling Kane. Yeah. Over, over their little walkie talk. This is the best. Yeah. And they're just like, all right, we got her. And and Kane's like, well, let me talk to her.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And he's like, all right, well, you can hand over the thing and we're going to toss you out of the plane. And it sucks to be you, right. doesn't it, Donna? <laughs> Stupid Donna. Yeah. He's like, I don't like you. Mm hmm. So we're gonna throw you out of the plane. Yep. She's like, no, nah, that's not a good idea. I don't like that plan. And he's like, well, you don't have a choice because here goes. Mm-hmm. So if, uh, he says this, and immediately, like the guy who's supposed to be throwing her out of the plane, she just you know punches him once and kicks him outside of the plane. Yep. Cut to dummy floating out of the out of the side of this little plane. Yeah,
4: it's a it's not
3: a, not right. No, but whatever. Yeah, and, and the, the pilot's the, like, like, "What I, are you doing?" Stop! I love that the pilot's like, "Well, you're not supposed to do that." Yeah, but he's also like, "Fuck, I gotta fly this plane." Yeah, so she grabs a grenade. Yeah, and she's
4: like, "Turn this plane around." He's like, "Nah," and she's like, "Oh yeah, well." Yeah, he's like, "You don't have the stones." Yeah, she's
3: like, "Oh yeah,"
2: pulls the pin, and he's like,
3: "What? What? Why are you doing
2: that?" It's pretty. It's a pretty great reaction because, like, you know, she slipped on the parachute. Is like, all right. You know, throws it down and he's like, What what where is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh? But I also like that the whole time
3: Kane still has like the walkie talkie yeah, and still listening. listening to all this and he's like, uh Yeah.
4: Yeah. And and, like, the but plane yeah. blows up, screen filling yeah. explosion.
3: With her with her grabbing the jade thing and jumping out. Right. right.
4: And she parachutes down. Uh, and then
2: apparently has never parachuted in her life She hits the one rock on this well, beach she, you know, I mean, The thing is, is like, If you're going to fuck up landing a parachute It's not your head that usually is going to get hit But it's going to break your fucking legs But she yeah. apparently sticks the landing And then just goes whoop And like <laughs> reverse Nosferatu's into the ground And, like, yeah. and just crack And yep. it's just out again out. Mm-hmm. Once again Donna's just 100% out And just bam yeah. she's just down But
3: I want to talk about Kane Please do. Because as the plane blows up, <laughs> they cut to Kane sitting on his boat with his walkie talkie. And there's like this split second where he's just kind of sitting there going, listening, mm-hmm. listening, listening. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> scene yes yeah. like, <laughs> it's it's the perfect bad timing it's a terrible take it, it there are
2: way too many beats before he says it like yeah. yeah what are you waiting for well no it's probably like action and it was like okay beat 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 you know yeah. clear everything and then he does this fuck yeah and then like instead of cutting it trimming it like you would when you're mm-hmm. editing a movie it's just yeah. like nope. eh, i don't know stick it whatever but also
4: it's not a very good it's not a well-delivered fuck either it's it's comical it's not it's, like all the other ones in the movie it's i mean it's just yeah yeah <laughs>
1: he's just, those are also comical
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: but he's just like fuck.
3: You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's okay scary.
4: you're a badass we <laughs> all scared
3: of you buddy we all got a nice laugh out mm-hmm. of it yeah but. oh yeah that's so sudden and violent. <laughs> yeah. So now Donna's on this island. Right. Somehow they all know that she's on the island. Lucas also has a tracker because of Silk, the woman who's who's uh, betraying Kane. Yeah. Uh, right.
4: Kane's got a. Yeah. A, so
3: he knows where Kane is at all times. Yes. And does nothing no, about it.
4: He shows it off like, isn't this cool? No. I know where Kane is. And it's fun kind of fucking with him, but now he's messing with nukes, and that's
2: not cool. Yeah, he's finally up to a serious (laughs) enough crime I could put him away forever. And I'm like, it sounds like he's probably done some shady shit, like had some people killed and stuff. Yeah. He didn't just start this murder. Right. Yeah.
4: (laughs) He he didn't just suddenly hire henchmen. He's had them. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Anyway, but yes. Uh, I, yeah, I believe we see like we don't really see who but like Donna gets carted off by somebody mm-hmm. while she's not here. pirates yeah but like essentially everyone knows she's now on this island probably in, c- in control of this guy what was it uh, wasn't it Pico, Pico. yeah Pico. because yeah, I kept Pico thinking of de Pico, Pico de go, yeah mm-hmm. um, but like so we cut back at one point to Kane and he's we first we see the assassins and then we see the meeting with Kane but it's the it's these two uh Goofball assassins that have been in like the last two. I yeah, think the you said. Yeah, previous two. Yeah, mm-hmm. they but were not as the same
4: and... characters. Well, they have code names for their. Oh, okay, they so, have code names. Now. And they're so always they... some sort of wacky pairing of something. So. Right.
2: Well, these guys are back, and now they're arguing about one of them has gone to a boat show and bought a hovercraft. Mm-hmm. And the other one's asking why you don't even know how to drive a car, and he's like, "Well, because it's going to impress clients." And he's like. <sighs> All right, fine, but we got to go. We got to meet with Kane. Right Now meet with Kane, and they introduce themselves as one's name is Wiley, and the other one's name is Coyote. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's their code names.
3: Yep. And Kane's like, are those your names? They're like, no, they're code names. Yeah.
2: He's like, uh-huh. He's like, he's oh, like great. all right, fine, whatever.
3: Right. But <laughs> he's like, I need you to take out Edie and Lucas. Yeah. Right. They're just, they're bugging me. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't much care for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that that is basically the motivation, like that he has for taking it. He's like, it's about time. Yeah, s- seriously.
2: Just, she owns her own radio station and plays nothing but her yeah. songs. <laughs> fuck her and kill her,
1: please. <laughs> I'm sick of it. I'm it's, totally sick of it. it. Also, she, seriously, justified. She also owns a nightclub and is the only one that sings right. in that nightclub. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's she like got s- to go.
2: That's like starting a magazine and putting herself on the cover every month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, that. who the yeah. fuck does? This? I don't know. Kane would it's murder about Oprah horrible Winfrey. Horrible person. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So,
1: go ahead. <laughs> their uh, Wiley and Coyote, mm-hmm. their hovercraft is manufactured by Acme. Yes. Yep. And their mm-hmm. gun is also uh, yep. theoretically manufactured by Acme because it has yep. spray painted along the barrel. Uh huh. Uh-huh.
4: This is the ha! perfect movie for Looney Tunes reference. Mm, jokes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, so,
3: and meanwhile, and, and the thing is, like everyone's gone out. They're like, "Oh, we gotta get to the island and save Donna and all that." Yeah. And Lucas and Edie are like, "All right, let's ask this fisherman if he can loan us some beer."
4: Yeah, I don't know where the hell they are. That this lone fisherman is hanging out there yeah. too, but
3: yeah. but who walks up to total strangers like, "Hey, can I bum a couple beers off you?" It's
2: like, "Yeah, sure." Himself, like, so. yeah, sure. Well, boy, I, fuck I'm on. just off. sitting on this cooler. Yeah. I, I ain't really <laughs> mine. Yeah, there's just. Street beer, <laughs> <laughs> free range yeah, beer. It's just road yeah. beer. I just found it. I don't know.
4: Yeah. So, it's, it's hot beer. Yeah. So the hovercraft eventually gets there because it only moves at mm-hmm. like two miles an hour, and they're not having much luck steering it. And so they're like, "Oh, there they are on the shore. Kill them." So as they start to try to shoot them, the hovercraft also starts going out of control and spinning mm-hmm. around. Yeah. So well, mostly because the guy keeps turning the thing that makes it yeah, go in one direction, right? But so Lucas, so his instinct, which is right, is to get up from the picnic table and kick it over and use it as a shield, (laughs) except that he kicks it so hard, it just tumbles out of the way. And then they're just sitting there behind nothing, shooting at this hovercraft, laying
3: on the ground, shooting at a hovercraft.
4: Yeah. And so they're shooting back and forth and no one's hitting anything. Uh, The fisherman's like, fuck this. I'm out of (laughs) here. Takes off. Uh, Lucas asks if Evie has any explosives
2: on her. And she's like, oh yeah, sure. Here. Yeah, I've got I've got this special heel. Yeah. Explosive hidden in my heel. Right. So she snaps off her heel and hands it to him. Yeah.
4: And so he runs over to where they stole beers from the fishermen and... Borrowed. Yeah, okay. And hooks up the heel to the fishing line and just kind of tosses it over into the hovercraft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like... Well, one guy's like,
2: oh shit, expl- I think he says like explosive <laughs> shoes. Explosive women's shoes. Yeah, women's shoes. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and the other one's like, I don't think that's what that is. just look at Nah, you're crazy and then you know one jumps out of the hovercraft and the other one's just like
2: makes a face like the other pulls the visor oh, down oh on right it. yeah okay. you know what the problem was their hovercraft was full of heels
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> everything get out <laughs> I also think it so the next scene is like them fly <laughs> the next scene is them flying through the air and uh-huh. landing in the water yeah and i think it's another nod to wily e. coyote cuz they were in a that hovercraft fucking went up oh sure like it exploded mm-hmm. like screen filling explosion again mm-hmm. and another nod to looney tunes wily e. coyote never dies he just gets blackened and they come to shore and their clothes are all ripped and the guy's helmet is on fire and <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. start saying something to mm. Edie and, and lucas well and they're
3: what. they're just
4: taunting each other they're just like you know yeah. You idiot!
3: Yeah, but they get to the shore, and then Lucas does this awesome thing where, like, you kind of see the gun pointing up, <laughs> like from like almost like a not quite over the shoulder shot, but like yeah, from the two of them, like I, they they walk into the frame, and
2: he like flips the gun forward. Right. right. I would describe it, it as someone from Downton Abbey delivering a gun. That's how dainty. <laughs> It is. It it's kind just of is. kind of like,
4: it's like, see, I have a sir, gun and fire. sir, I,
2: this was delivered for you. I don't have any clue how it you. works. And then it's just something like, hi, I do actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: So, whatever. Wacky, nonsense, yeah. Looney Tunes bullshit. Yeah. In yeah. This it's a, it's inconse- movie. inconsequential it's, it's
3: thing. But
4: the hovercraft was cool.
3: Meanwhile, we've, <laughs> that Pico has, you know, been talking with Donna and discovered that Donna has amnesia. Mm hmm. Because she got cracked on the head, doesn't know who she is. It's not that she has amnesia; she's just not saying anything. Yeah, they're just asking
4: her questions, and she's just staring at them. And so they're like, "Oh, she has amnesia." Right. You know, it's <laughs> like, "Well, okay,
3: Doctor Pico, good job. You really cracked that case." <laughs> they were probably listening to Ava on the radio. It was like, "Your bl- my blonde friend, who <laughs> yeah. does not know her own name." Yeah. And one must help her <laughs> regain never, her senses.
4: Never once does he even question. The fact that she has amnesia Not even that she could be faking it he's, oh, just, no. he's proudly telling everyone Oh no she doesn't remember anything She has the amnesia And this is my buddy Skip <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. This is my this is my second command. Skip. Skip (laughs) I am Pico. Yes. Lord of the Dark Underworld. And this is my accomplice. Skip. Skip. (laughs) (laughs) Just just a bulky white dude, just like, hey man, you know. This is my second command. (laughs) He is an inker on
2: comics. (laughs) He's a skip tracer. It skips. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) It skips just like
3: Yeah, Pico's a little overdramatic. Yeah. It pays well, though. Yeah, so... so whatever. I was hanging out. Yep. But she just won't answer them, you know, none of that. And nope. they go And somebody runs in and is like, oh, there's somebody approaching. <laughs> so, they go outside and they're like, oh, it's Cole. Yeah. And he's like, I was told by Kane there would be a man with a funny name who arrives. What is your name? <laughs> Cole. It's like, ah, oh, that's funny enough. Yeah, Come it's like, in. It's like <laughs> cold
4: waters it. or something Yeah, like cold waters. Yeah. And they're like, well... <laughs> That's kind of funny. Okay, come in. <laughs> this chick has amnesia. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take a look. <laughs> <laughs> look
2: at the, look at the girl what? with amnesia. They do. He just takes her over to her. She's like, see, <laughs> she's not saying anything. She has amnesia. Well, it's really just a point so that Cole can look over and see the Jade. Thanks to yeah. get out of the bag. And He's like, oh, yeah. okay,
3: yeah.
2: And he tries to like
3: he unties her and he's like, okay, well, we're gonna we're gonna do whatever. Mm-hmm. And she, as soon as she's untied, she grabs his gun and points at him. Like, oh, she was faking. But no, no. She but she she takes the gun, yeah. Disassembles it,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and he's just kind of looking at it, oh, yeah, wow, that's, wow, that's, that's pretty good. K- that's kind of hot. Yeah. She say he's a gun, yeah. Then she reassembles, and then she reassembles it, it puts it back on him. He's like oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were and, just going to bring that gun to him, and still hasn't said a word. Slowly backs out, mm-hmm. and as soon as she gets out the doorway, Pico's like oh for fuck's sake, <laughs> and just pops her in the forehead. Yes. And takes the gun. Yeah. So she's been knocked out again. Mm-hmm. She's been concussed again.
0: <laughs> knocked back into
3: not amnesia, because <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah. Um, but so, and then he's like, "Sums up with you, Cole. I'm taking you hostage. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm taking you hostage. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna. We're all gonna wait until Kane gets here and figure mm-hmm. out what the fuck's up. Yep. But."
4: but then everyone else shows but up.
3: yeah but yeah nicole and bruce have made it to the island and yeah. they've and they figured out where it is and nicole's just like god she's got a fucking murder boner and a half she is just ready yep
4: it's like we need to go and fucking kill everybody yeah, bruce
3: is like let's survey let's see figure out what's going on she's like no, no. i'll tell you what's going on we're gonna fucking gut these sons of bitches <laughs> donna needs they've our god they've got donna i'm gonna fucking make them drown in self tanner i'm gonna fucking <laughs> murder them
4: yep. yeah she's fierce yeah um And like she, like they stormed this place. And at one point, she sneaks up. Well, she doesn't, she just walks up to the building. And a dude walks out and is like, I don't know, they're maybe three feet apart. And he doesn't see her and she doesn't see him. Yeah. And he fires his gun and then she's like, oh.
2: A guy, (laughs) and then puts like three rounds in his chest. Yeah, well, with her stupid submachine gun that's got a shotgun barrel on it, because like all of their guns just have these fucking white. All of their guns have to be fucking weird. (laughs)
4: Guns bolted onto other guns.
2: But yeah, so she puts three good holes in him, and he's down, and. Uh, didn't uh, didn't uh, the guy she was traveling with... Um, Bruce. Know, Bruce, Yeah. Didn't he, like, take a shot in the leg or something?
3: Well, he's still trying... Like, he ends up shooting it. Well, what he does, what sets everything off is they sneak in, and they're doing, like, you know, the Metal Gear Solid thing. He's like, oh, I got this guy. Mm-hmm. And he gets him, oh, and he stabs crazy. this dude in the chest. Mm-hmm. And then the dude, like, is like, ah! It shoots his gun off. And yeah. then everybody's like, oh! Oh! <laughs> so Skip starts shooting at him. You know, Skip, like, drops his cane and is pulling, pulling the handgun on him. Yeah. So eventually... Unfortunately, Skip hides in the gasoline (laughs) (laughs) shed. Yep. Skip goes in and we're like, oh, there's the gasoline barrel right next to old Skip. (laughs) And Skip's like popping out of the tent, taking shots. And then, (laughs) then you see Bruce just go huh yeah. yeah yeah and then one shot that thing goes up like a freaking <laughs> well because the mushroom cloud the implication
2: is bruce has like a grenade launcher i mean it, yeah, that's yeah. what it looks like sure it and doesn't really a operate a tiny little pea shooter barrel It doesn't on it. operate like that all the time but you know whatever <laughs> yeah. that's
3: only when it's plot relevant sure does it work that yes. way yeah yeah but so he's blown him up
2: yeah and then but he
4: gets kidnapped by pico mm-hmm
3: who? Yeah. Well. Well. What happens is the other guy Cole's like, "All right, now's our chance." Yeah. And he runs off with Donna, and he's kind of like, "It's weird because she kind of doesn't know what to do, mm-hmm. but she just goes with him,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and they run off, and then, you know, Nicole is like, Donna, come back! I I'll fucking you. murdered all these guys for you. Let's go back to splashing. Yeah, <laughs> we could splash again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then that's when Pico gets gets Bruce. He's got a knife
2: to his throat. Yeah. He's like, "What are you going to
3: do, Nicole?"
2: Yeah. And Nicole's like, "This, blah blah blah." <laughs> yeah. And, and thankfully, you know, movie-wise, shoots him towards the back half of his body, yeah. you know, away from the guy he's holding. Yeah. Turns his back into like ground chuck. Right. It's, it's gross, yeah. but <laughs> the other
4: dude's like, "He had a knife at my neck. He was going to kill me." She's just like,
2: "I made a choice." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, what you do. Made a choice. to save Donna. Yeah. No, I don't really right. care about you. Yeah, yeah. give a fuck. You don't about you. Only Donna matters. <laughs> Must get Donna. Um. Yeah. But yeah, Donna and Cole Right off on a the jet ski thing mm-hmm. and um wave runner actually. Mm-hmm. Um but like they land on a beach and he's just like, Don't you remember me? Yeah. And she's, she's like, like nah. We were we were lovers and she's like, Oh, all right. <laughs> and they so they start making out and, and have The night sex like everyone else you know when There's mm-hmm. nothing else to do mm-hmm. and then It's just like in the morning wake Up and sh- I don't She turns remember. on the radio she yeah she turns yeah. on the radio Here's the you know now all of a sudden because Ava's psychic and has her doctorate And I don't know this fucking, is Fucking fucking, fucking Chuck Norris sense <laughs> and is like hey that guy you're with don't Trust him well she goes blondie Yeah, yeah. blondie your friends
3: Yeah and you're that and guy you Things that she should not know right yeah, the At
4: person all. you're the, the with right now. whole thing
3: is, ah. Uh,
4: yeah, that you had sex with just moments yeah, ago. Yes. He's bad news. Yeah, she, that you've yeah. consummated your... You're in danger, girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's not who he says he is. Yeah. So he comes back like, hey, what's going on? And she's like... She's like,
3: I remember who
1: I am. Yeah. and I. Oh, she also finds the, the bag with her ID in it. Yes. Yep. Yeah and yeah and also like the "Mm, secret (laughs) says like Donna Hitman or whatever her last name is (laughs) yeah secret (laughs) agent right it's like oh well (laughs) oh that's who
4: I am good thing I have that yeah and he's you know he's I don't remember how it gets to the end but basically she just stabs him with a machete
3: oh yeah she well she basically she straight up she's like I know who I am and I know that we weren't we
0: anything. weren't lovers yeah. stab and, I, and yeah. I faked that orgasm yeah like the orgasm the or yeah, yeah the one the
2: one <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> that matters in this universe yeah, i'm sorry like, he's like got I mean, him anything, anything about ran this him universe through with
4: a goddamn yeah. machete yeah it's like it doesn't matter what you say at this point he's, yeah. <laughs> he's still not listening because right. he's yeah, fucking, fucking dead
3: jason Voorhees, that guy <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, yeah. that guy fucking yeah. got jason you don't need to you don't need to give him a freddy krueger one-liner you gave him a traditional boning at crystal lake yeah exactly
4: you can't be both sides. You can't yeah. bone him, then you machete gotta him. Um, but yeah, like, Nicole and What's-His-Nuts have also boned, like, in the ocean. Oh, yeah, because
3: they're like, well, when's rescue coming? I don't know. They're
4: basically, there's nothing we can do. Yeah, there's mm-hmm.
1: nothing well, else to do. I guess. Except near the shore in the ocean. Yeah. The yeah. only thing worse than a sandy vagina <laughs> yeah. is a sandy <laughs> is vagina a with salt a water. Salty. <laughs> a salty S- vagina
3: is worse. Yeah.
4: Boy, and she just looks like She's angry. Like, she is not into this at all. Yeah. And if I recall correctly, she was... Like, she was the one on the motorcycle, one of the other ones. She wasn't into that either. She She is. They're just putting her in in awkward sex situations, and she just has to deal with it. Uh, But, yeah. So, everyone bones, Mm -hmm. because there's nothing else to do. No. Don't, like, you know, make a bunch of extra weapons or, you know, plan anything. Bone.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think um, Edie and Lucas... did they bone
2: again? I believe they did. I think yeah, they, did. yeah they, they were just like... It's a boning. what well, they, they, actually,
3: they we're actually also got, saying they, boning a lot. They got the notice that um, <laughs> that Kane was on the move after, like, post-boning. That's yeah. right. Post-coital.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, poning.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think it's postponing. You know. Oh,
0: <laughs> And I like whenever no? they go
4: back to the random bits at the radio station, because, like, Shane Abilene will just be standing there in a cowboy hat and a Speedo drinking a cup of coffee while... Hit, the assistant is fucking naked, just standing there. They're both just standing there,
3: yep. listening to everything that's or going on. Or they'll hang
1: out in the hot tub hot in
4: tub. the background.
3: Yeah. and
1: sometimes but, she's, uh, sometimes Eva's got like see-through.
2: She might as well be wearing tape, like just yeah, Scotch tape. Just there's there's one shot composition where she's just on the mic, leaned over, <laughs> just you know, hill country is everywhere, <laughs> and in the background is abilene and the fucking purple banana hammock <laughs> and 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 you know half-clothed girl like uh-huh. with champagne flutes yeah, and it's just yeah. like it's like the weirdest fucking upstaging yeah. i mean it's like upstaging downstaging at the same time because i gotta tell you it's fucking crazy that sounds like the best fucking worth place workplace ever yeah, like, oh, yeah
3: i would <laughs> sure i would never leave i, I don't blame shane yeah. i would never leave work i would I kill not, all three of you to work yeah, there i would not leave work ever i'd be like i I live here. Yeah, you don't even have to pay me anymore. I
2: should stay here and run like, the radio station. Yeah. I can I can totally sleep in the hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> the hot tub, hot tub. Hot tub. Yeah, so, yeah.
3: But- <laughs> just, just give me a cowboy hat and a banana hammock and <laughs> golden. Yeah,
4: there, there's a scene at one point b- before the ending where like Kane has met with uh, Raven again, or, or oh Al Leong. Yeah, and it's just like you know I you know I I need Raven. To, to yeah you're the best take raven to the you know this place and do the killing and it's so weird because his name is raven but he's talking about the helicopter raven mm-hmm. and th- so they're just like they rope up the helicopter and put it on a truck and yep. drive it to hawaii i guess i don't yeah,
3: know <laughs> can't fly it there yeah
4: but basically so this is the return of of helicopter raven mm-hmm. at the end yeah because uh,
3: they all meet up on the beach and like sweet
4: yeah glad you're back donna right and then now he- what here's weird metallic sounding helicopter yep. in a tunnel thing coming at them. Uh,
3: no. Yeah. And, and Shane gets shot in the leg on the beach cause they just have no choice but to retreat into the bushes. Mm hmm. And eventually they just get to this clearing and Ali Young has already landed it there and is like, all right, put down your weapons. <laughs>
2: Not only that, he's like, throw your guns into a pile. In a pile, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> throw all your weapons into a, a pile. There's a reason for that, though. Yeah, oh, it, sure. it does eventually
3: yeah. pay off, but yeah. Well, But yeah, the first thing he says is throw your guns into a pile. In a pile. Because he's
2: got an Atari 2600 controller that has a laser <laughs> dot on Donna's chest. And yeah. he's mm-hmm. like, this this raven... If I take my finger off this button. Yeah, this is the thing. The guns remote. are on it's over, Yeah, it's all a remote control. Yeah. If I take my finger off this button, you're dead. Yeah. So... Like they, they nicely piled all of their weapons into into a little pile, and he's just like you know, angled down a little bit with his joystick and two and fires a missile at the, their pile of weapons. <laughs> yep, eight but, feet away. Yep, angles this missile
3: into Between, the pile of weapons. Yeah. <laughs> These people are like twenty twenty feet apart. Yeah, guns
2: in the middle blows right. up the pile of weapons. Yep, and they're and, like
3: they're like wow. Well, you really- just, <laughs> don't they
2: just kind of immediately go like oh shit and scatter? Because like he could, he gets back in the helicopter thing or the gyrocopter mm. thing and it's like
3: well she he, also has to give him oh, she gives yeah, him the jade yeah, thing the, and yeah. they're like oh what? that's right because she doesn't it. know what it is yeah and, but she tosses it to him and, right. and, and he's like what's well, just she's some like, dumb why trinket you piece of junk and he's like, yep he, he smashes, smashes it smashes it's, it. 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 it's,
2: it's kind of great that like the henchman gets the job the villain always gets of the like haha this valuable thing look I have it now Yeah.
0: yeah
3: he's like he's like all right word up yeah thanks and then gets in the plane takes off and don's like yeah what was that thing and nicole's like that was a fucking nuke yeah.
4: like you yeah th- that good wasn't... job and she's like oh that, that's what, what it was it
2: he was. he takes off and they're like why did he let us live and all of a sudden he does the circle around and well and because, and because he, he, he radios kane,
4: kane and and he's like okay what do you want me to do now and kane's like circle back and kill him I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah." Oh, okay, yeah.
3: cool. <laughs> but well, it, Al Young's like, "I get to find my fucking raven." Yeah, I mean, if
2: they hadn't set this up for like five straight minutes of when uh uh what's his name? Not Lucas, the other guy, Bruce. Bruce. Bruce drops this uh, his little grenade launcher mm-hmm. gun, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and they keep like showing you shots of it. But when he, Al Young first circles around, it looks like he's taking an aim at all three of them, and Donna's just like, "Fuck this shit!" and runs. <laughs> yeah, well, she just like, immediately we're like, "Oh, I know what she's doing," Yeah, she's obviously running to that the one gun that she knows mm-hmm. is left behind right but it just if he you know if they hadn't like you know hammered that home so much it just looks like she's like for shot just like fuck, fuck you guys <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm gone but yeah. yeah she runs to the beach grabs that thing and you know misses a few times but eventually just gets the perfect shot with the grenade launcher gun thing mm-hmm. and you get a good up.
4: zoom on Aliong's face face where where
2: you know another full-screen explosion yeah of that thing blowing up
3: and meanwhile kane is offshore on his boat yeah looking at binocs and he's like fuck yeah right and he looks at donna and then it's <clears throat> i love this part because he's looking at donna through the binoculars and he's like i gotta fucking kill her for real like i'm sick of her and his and his like first mate or whatever is like um coast guard or whoever is right over there and they're coming
2: we need to leave yeah we oh, and, and like, these guys are right there and he's like
3: but i really want to kill her well, mm-hmm. he,
2: well he realizes you know my trigger it's gone now i must kill them yes mm-hmm. And, yeah, but it, she has the like oh that's him I need to kill him and gets the click click you know I've now just used all of the yeah. magical grenade things mm-hmm. so they turn to leave
4: and Kane's like next time Donna and then somehow How? she hears him enough to say yeah next time Kane no it's just symmetry they're both thinking poetry. time oh okay well whatever it's dumb um but uh so like okay so you know the the Coast Guard, whatever, they're right there chasing Kane off. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene is just the three of them on the beach, like they're stranded or some shit, mm-hmm. drinking out of coconuts. They're
1: saved. They know they know everything's okay, so they're going to relax a little and bit. And they're
4: like, well, we blew up the trigger thing, but Kane got away.
2: Oh, well, next time. Cheers, mate.
4: You know, this is how you celebrate.
2: You sit down, you have a couple of Gilligans, and you have a good time, <laughs> yeah.
4: man. And they turn up the radio so they can listen to the Edie song again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> man, that's the hot jam.
2: Okay. The end. It was stuck in my head for like a good... <laughs> five minutes after the movie yeah now it's completely gone yeah, i don't remember how it goes but something
3: waking up at the crack of noon
2: yeah right. it's generic as fuck but for five minutes it was in my head it was kind of catchy yeah yep but the movie's over
4: yep it's dumb it's a dumb movie
2: yeah <laughs> a, dumb. but now we rate them because that's what we do mm-hmm. uh no ancillary awards because goddamn the music's terrible and nobody really freaks out or anything like that so nope no it is what we've come to expect from all
3: these which is pretty much a solid two jocks. Cause there's a lot of very good looking boobs. There's a lot of stuff that'll get blown up. A lot of guns that are shot. None of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it, they're all chasing that dragon of hard ticket to Hawaii. Cause a hard ticket to Hawaii is just like the, the craziness, but also like the fun stuff, like it just, everything clicks in that. And it's kind of like, you can tell they keep trying to replicate it in certain ways. But they just like they don't have a cancer snake on the loose. There's not that one <laughs> crazy thing that just puts everything over the top. Yeah. You know, or like a razor Frisbee or any of that stuff. Right. You know, it's just.
4: Yeah, it doesn't have that gimmicky stuff.
3: Yeah. It's almost like they ran out of gimmicks and they're like, well, we got this like helicopter thing. So let's rely on that maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, the, the yeah.
4: helicopter was the gimmick of this one. It was,
3: But it's still like these are fun. Like they they're never not fun. But it's only like two jocks worth of fun. It's, it's, you know, there are plenty of better options out there. Mm
1: -hmm. All of these are like the most amazing movies if you were 12. Oh yeah. Like Like, this is the best movie you've ever seen if
3: you're 12. Yeah. Yeah. If I had seen this at 12, I'd be a different man than I am today, (laughs) but I didn't. (laughs) So I had to wait until now.
1: Hmm. I'm thinking about how I would have reacted when I was 12 and changing myself as a person. Because of these.
3: That's probably a good idea.
1: Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I'm becoming oh, you a contract didn't, you killer. didn't have
2: a rating to go along with that?
1: That was just your... Oh, no. I, I wasn't sure if Mackie was done Oh, with I'm done. Rating. Okay.
3: Yeah. I, I, there's not really much to say, honestly. Yeah. It's like we've reviewed so many Sedaris films. It's kind of like, yep, this is another one. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: It is. It's a two, maybe three on a better day, but definitely a two jocks Sedaris movie. That's... I mean... We should really just give them, like, one to five Sedaris's, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. we don't need to complicate our ratings anymore, but, you know, it's... it's
4: They are comparable to each other because they are, they are
1: yeah. the same thing
4: yeah. over
3: and well, over Well, it's, it
1: almost is like Sedaris
3: needs its own rating because it's like, in a vacuum, we'd be like, man, this is fucking great. You, you know, like, but you can't help but compare it to... Hard ticket. ...stuff that works better. Yeah. Yeah. You know?
4: Yeah.
3: Um. I kind
4: of like, I feel like because it's been over 18 months since we've seen one of these.
1: Thanks, 1990.
4: Yeah, it kind of feels like a rebirth of this kind of thing. Like, we were watching them fairly regularly, and they were all kind of not, I mean, none of them were ever as good as Hard Ticket to Hawaii, but it seemed like they, they were constantly chasing that and were disappointing on that front over and over and over again. And they, they would take weird diversions Like there was the one where like no one even got Naked for like 30-35 minutes And you're like mm-hmm. what the fuck are you doing Sedaris Like yeah. there's a formula here What do you what do and there's one where like they went to Europe and it was all about jewelry smuggling And it was boring <sighs> as fuck I don't know this one as As nonsensical as it is And how not plot heavy It is I really I had a good time I, it, it's, it's a breeze I mean it's mm-hmm. just like There's nothing in this that really drags it's not like, wasn't there one where they went like undercover and they were like magicians in Vegas or some shit? And yeah. it was just like, what the fuck
3: is this? Yep. Um, Guns, I, I, I believe, was that one.
4: Okay. You know, it, and it doesn't it doesn't mess around with like, you don't have to worry about Pat Morita and, and Eric Estrada sucking the wind out of the movie because mm-hmm. you can tell they kind of don't want to be there. Um, so I'm going to give it three jocks. I, I found it enjoyable. It is not hard ticket to, to Hawaii. Yeah. But... You know, I mean, they are committed to their their dumb helicopter and their dumb tiny hovercraft and they blow Mm -hmm. stuff up. And, you know, there's bodacious boobs all over the place Mm -hmm. in this thing. And they're not gross. I mean, it's not like, oh, God, those are the worst boobs I've ever seen. Nineties boob job grossness, you know there's that one slow motion shot of nicole in particular where it's just like "Mm
3: -hmm, yes (laughs) (laughs) ma'am
4: you have been blessed
3: (laughs) so it probably hurts to run
4: yes i apologize now for your back problems but at Mm -hmm. the time you probably earned a nice paycheck for that
2: (laughs) yeah i'm actually i'm I'm feeling like i'm on the same page with you and I, i i'm gonna chalk this solely up to just hitting on the time that it did um i i think in most other times i probably wouldn't rate this as high but i'm gonna go ahead and give it three jocks as well um I don't know why, but like something about the sex scenes in this movie in particular, I was giggling the entire time and not like the 12-year-old me sense. I I mean, there's something about the way they were filmed because as soon as you had like someone like Eric Estrada or Pat Morita involved where it was like, well, I would be in this, but like, you know, I better be touching some boobs and stuff. (laughs) And it kind of felt gross. Like all these people were like on the same star level. Yeah. So like... And still, like, on the same star level as far as talent, too, because every move they were doing just felt like you could just insert Zerbert raspberry noise at any (laughs) given point in time, and it would seem perfectly acceptable because, you know, there's never, like, you know, no underwear on the lower half is being removed. So Mm -hmm. they just got to do dumb Skinamax kissy parts and things like that mm-hmm. and so it's just there's multiple shots of that throughout the movie that in just my head i'm just like i'm just imagining like a good like every time they make yes. s- mouth to skin contact yeah. mm-hmm. and i don't know why it was just amusing me to know in for some reason in this one in particular but yeah there's a I, lot of like oh look a shin i'm gonna kiss your shin now yeah. it's like mm-hmm. why yeah
3: but <laughs> tastes like you, shin you
2: make a good point because like they never dwell on like these people's stupid other Cover jobs or whatever, except for Ava and the and the w- weird ass radio station, <laughs> which is
0: the best.
3: I will <laughs> admit that that helps this movie a sure. lot because it's so ridiculous and it's
1: so pervasive throughout the movie. <laughs> right. I mean, if well, they that's had- her real cover job and her real spy job <laughs> sure. at the same time. <laughs>
2: but like. Other than, like, you know, Edie's repeated songs on the radio, mm-hmm. like, we only we only have to suffer through her performing at the club one time in the beginning, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, and it's okay because she's wearing, you know, skin tight pants or whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just like none of it feels like some of those scenes in the other ones were like, yeah, like you said, the magician or like, I want to say there was a band in one or something yeah. like that. It's like, yeah, same. One. Just cut this shit out. I don't care. I don't want to see them performing shittily at their pretend jobs. Yes. And this one was just like, ah, eh, forget all that. They're spies. Let's see that spy shit. <laughs> They're nude and they run a yeah. radio station. Let's watch. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, three dogs. Okay. It's, cool. You can do better in this Sedaris over. Ov- ov- mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I, like, I, I like this one. Yeah, it's fun. sedaris Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean.
4: Keep it simple, Sedaris.
2: Yeah,
3: it, it, it just, it, it feels, I think the hardest part is we keep comparing it to Hard Ticket to Hawaii, which is flat out like one of the top five movies we've ever seen. For this show, yes. So it's kind of like you know, it's like comparing everything to Robot Jocks, so to speak. Where it's like, no, this, this movie's fucking awesome. The, and the problem is, is that you want him to at least try. Even if he fails, you
4: want to see that that level of craziness at least mm-hmm. be attempted. And so far, they they haven't come up with that B story, that fucking cancer snake. The cancer snake was not the A story of that oh, no. movie. No. It was just this thing that showed up at the end. You're like, oh, shit, it exploded out of a toilet. What the hell? Yeah. These movies don't have that. They're just like, got to get the thing. Maybe we'll have some sex in between. Mm-hmm. They're, they're basically like when they're writing, they're just like, don't make it complicated.
3: Unfortunately. Tiny
4: yeah. helicopter boobs. That's all we need. Let's do it. Yeah. Tiny helicopter <laughs> boobs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tiny <All right. laughs>
1: helicopter boobs. All right, let's take a break, shall we? Yeah, let's do that. A tiny break.
2: Welcome back. Hey! Hey, Hey. Second half. Second half time. Half number two. Cool. Woo. Harlow, you've got a thing that's pretty recent. Uh, I'd say so. Okay, let's hear about it. Um, So, as probably many people to Disney's delight, I picked up the Star Wars Force Awakens Blu ray yesterday. Woo. I'm glad Disney will stay in business. Thanks yeah, to your yeah, it's probably all, all me. Mm-hmm. I probably mm-hmm. did that. Yep. Keep the mouse afloat. Uh-huh. Um, I haven't had... I mean, I haven't taken the time to watch the movie yet, but I, I wanted to dive into the feature-length documentary. It has a name. I don't care. I didn't, Whatever. It's the feature-length documentary on Force Awakens. Okay. I'm sure it has yeah. a name. It's probably like Inside the Force Awakens or something like that. Uh, um, <laughs> good one. So... As far as film documentaries go, it's it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it's great. Like it, it skirts dangerously close, I think, to just one of those like, man, let's just hype the movie you, you've already bought.
3: One of those fawning, yeah, and it it's great Skirts ones.
2: on that, and then like gets away at times because it actually has some interesting information in it. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I think the most interesting documentaries of, of the Star Wars universe is the one that's on episode one. Mm-hmm. The episode, the, the feature-length documentary that's on episode one shows you, unbeknownst to them, why everything in that movie is, is as shitty as it is, right. because the entire movie is just like George Lucas walking in going, I had a thought last night that kids would find this monster named Jar-Jar really funny, <laughs> and then there's... Yeah, Rick McCallum oh. going, Oh yeah, George, that's great. Yeah. That's, uh, every, let's have everybody get on that Jar Jar, that's great. The kids will love it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like you just watch that documentary and you're like, Motherfucker. I know <laughs> that I, made me hate Rick McCallum sure. more than most people on the show. I'm just planet. saying, it made the documentary fucking fascinating because it's like, wow, I've never so watched people so clueless with this much money just having a yes man fuck everything up. It's 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 yep. just pretty amazing. Yeah. Now that's that's that but like this one's interesting because like there are facts in it that I'm not I'm not gonna say like Force Awakens is bad I, I I like Force Awakens a lot but there are things about it that I think are perfect and like this kind of brings to light why they were kind of dumb in the movie mm-hmm. um, chiefly I mean Because I think it's a character we all wanted to be cool and it ends up doing nothing in the fucking movie is Captain Phasma. Right. It looks cool as shit. It's Gwendolyn Christie from Game of Thrones. It's like it's a giant badass female in the empire that's in charge of shit. And then she ends up like doing nothing in the movie. Mm -hmm. And so like everyone's taken
3: hostage.
2: And everyone's like, well, what the hell? You like built this character up and then it, it does nothing. Well, turns out she wasn't even supposed to be in the movie like that wasn't supposed to be a character that huh. that armor that concept was a concept art original drawing for Kylo Ren and the the, the shiny huh. all metal armor and like Kathleen Kennedy basically said it like that's fucking awesome I want that in the movie and so they basically created a character with that armor and so it was like after the screenplay is already written so they were just like what do we do yeah what do we do put this in and really like the, the whole f- crux of it is like I don't know we'll put this character in JJ Abrams was like shiny metal this reminds me of phantasm and so reminds me of the ball from phantasm <laughs> thus captain phasma and so like this whole like revelation is in this documentary and it's like yeah okay that totally explains why that character is paper thin and looks cool and does nothing in the movie right so okay. it's just like it's it's literally like this will sell toys and posters and it looks cool and it has no po- point in the movie it's okay to put something
1: cool like okay, that looks fucking cool. That looks like it'd be a really badass thing in the Star Wars right, universe. Yeah. Let's do that.
4: I mean, hell, that uh, every scene in Empire was basically that. Right. It's like, look at the shot of this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whoa, IGA. Yeah, like what bounty, the hell is that? The bounty hunter. Yeah, scene right. yeah. The is, whole bounty yeah. hunter scene is just like boss, the king and all of all that, that shit. Is just, just like, none of them do
0: anything. Yeah,
2: no, they just stand there and fold their arms and. Sure. Yeah. But I, I would just I, there's things like that in it, and like it, it is interesting to watch them. You know the the stages of these sets that they you know these giant practical sets that they made. Yeah, there are giant stages that are basically all blue screen, green screen, like the prequels. But it's like they go out of their way to do as much practical stuff as as possibly feasible. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you know in the in the time frame that they had to make the movie. So it's I wouldn't say it's like the best documentary. It's it's nowhere near as revealing as Episode One's was. But I think that's because it didn't. It didn't have any like you know exp- explaining to do per se. It was just mm-hmm. like you know I would like to see some additional stuff about this and and it turns out like there's some I mean there's some cool stuff where they show like how they created BB-8 and actually made the three different versions of it work in various you know like there's there's a version where somebody was just literally running behind him in all green green suit. Like there's just like rolling, yeah, it? Just, yeah, just rolling it. Like I mean, it looks like it looks like a you know weed whacker. You know, the guys just like pushing it in front of him and like running on the on the sand because they had ones that they could remote control, but like not in crazy terrain like right. that. So they just had to some, have somebody running through the desert, you know, okay, pushing so, this BB-8. So. Great. I don't know. It's just there's some fascinating things. It's like uh, that I like, but it does occasionally dip into the like you know Star Wars is so awesome. You know, like isn't it just awesome being working on Star Wars? And they have a point. I mean. It it treats that with a reverence and it's like you, you watch the cast members like realize what they're making and how it's kind of pretty much going to follow them around for the rest of their life kind of thing. You know, that, mm-hmm. that realization sinking in. Mm-hmm. So, I don't well,
4: know. I, I would say probably the only knock against it is that it's basically a promotional documentary. There's no perspective in it. Sure. It's only been four months. And right. they sure yeah.
2: they sure weren't getting reactions to it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so but like I said, it, it's worth watching, especially if you picked it up like most people have. So, yeah.
4: Uh, so I watched a couple of movies recent movies uh, I believe both have already been talked about one I know has which is the big short Um, I you know I agree with everything that's been said about that on the show it's fantastic I never want to see it again Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) the, the, the one thing I'll say about it which hasn't really been said is that I think it was kind of refreshing for me to see Adam McKay do a movie that isn't just a bunch of let's play with dialogue and we'll just use the best line reads mm-hmm. kind of, it was like an, a, an actually tightly scripted story. Yes. And so it, you kind of worry about certain film filmmakers getting caught in like this rut of that's all they can do. So it was nice to see that, you know, this had a script based on a book, had a story to tell, it had to get from point A to point B without being jokey, um, but still had some humor in it. Um, I I just everything about you were surprised at how heartbreaking that movie is at the end Mm -hmm. like for a movie about fucking math wizards and and bullshit numbers and all that how completely heartbreaking that movie is like just Mm gut-wrenching and and that's that's good filmmaking the fact that you can take this topic which yeah is a bunch of bullshit but then make it so compelling that it kind of wrecks you at the end that's that's a well-told story yeah Um. So, speaking of well-told stories, um, it, I, I don't know why I was not excited when The Hateful Eight came out. Okay. I, I think I was kind of looking at that thinking, this is probably the one that loses it with me. with ter-. For whatever reason, just looking at it thinking, like this is probably going to be the Tarantino movie I really don't like. I don't know why. I like everybody in it. But kind of hearing that it was not much more than a stage play. It was just a lot of dialogue and not a lot of events happen in the movie. I kind of just shied off of it and was just like, that's probably not going to be as good as I would hope. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm wrong. That movie is great. It's not Pulp Fiction great. It's not Reservoir Dogs great. It's not It's not up there with a lot of the stuff that he has done. But mm-hmm. give me a better than average Tarantino movie over 99% of anything else. You It's kind
3: of like the Sedaris problem
4: yeah i mean he he's uh, he's working within his own confines in his own universe but it just <sighs> the fact that pretty much nothing happens in this movie and it's still compelling as fuck is amazing to me mm. and that's that's a that's a testament to the writing of this and the performances of every single person in this movie like everybody in this movie is amazing like, I just want to give awards to everybody in this movie And I feel the same way about the big short too I think everybody in that movie needs recognition Of some kind but The cast in this is so good At selling everything about it There's a ridiculous amount of Practical effects that are Almost over the top In like a borderline evil dead Kind of way mm-hmm. um, But like when they're happening you're just like Jesus I yeah okay I guess That would happen but my god that's I haven't seen something like this in a movie in quite some time, like just buckets of blood being just dumped onto someone for some reason, a practical reason, basically. Yeah. It's, it's not unbelievable. Um, Soak them, and just like a minor thing that I loved about this movie was that they they would film it on a soundstage that they kept super cold, so there was no digital breath bullshit and stuff like that. Like when people are supposed to be cold. They're cold. It's because the set was 30 degrees. So like when they're drinking a hot cup of coffee, I mean, it is just the steam and everything. And it's, it was filmed in a very realistic way. And Mm. I really appreciate the practicality of this film. Yeah. So, you know, I just—it wasn't even like we just rented a pile of movies from Redbox. You know, and Big Short was the first one we watched. That's how not interested in the Hateful Eight I was was yeah. that I had this. I waited till it came out on Blu-ray, and then it wasn't even my first choice when I had a stack of movies to choose from. And it—it's it, fantastic. I—I I really loved it. Glad to hear. So.
3: That. I need to watch that.
4: Yeah, it's strong. That's
3: what I like to hear.
4: Yeah, I mean, like I said, keep in mind it's not. It's not Pulp Fiction, and I know for me, I mean, it, yeah, it's not hard ticket to, to Hawaii, mm-hmm. but uh, oh, the cast is so good. The cast is so good, and it's good to see Tim Roth doing stuff again. Yeah. So, and Michael Madsen in a real movie.
3: <laughs> oh, he's back in a real movie again. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, it's good. To hear. And
4: it's not embarrassing. It's like, okay, yeah, Michael Madsen. Where's he been?
3: Just he narrates stuff on History Channel. Of course, he does. People that live <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> Michael Madsen narrates about him. Hmm. So there you go. Yep. I'm sure it pays the bills.
4: Oh, I'm sure it does. Or comes close to it. it pays a bill. Yeah. Pays his phone bill.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. So uh, you guys want to hear some emails? Maybe some voicemails? I would like to hear some b- a mail.
4: Mails. of both. We got snail mail? No. Oh.
3: Sorry. <laughs> You son of a bitch <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an asshole, I know mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, first up, Scott from Dallas Hi Scott Who, who uh, titled For this Dallas. is Pano naming ing, ing ho, ang Grimen, Pangasaya Of course, Batman and Robin Hola, como estas, Bamcast? Wait, so hold up, what happened? What what just happened? I, he wrote, you know some, stro- he wrote in, a separ- in a different language Oh, oh alright, well, neat <laughs> All will be revealed okay, Alright, cool. says, hola, como estas, Bamcast. <laughs> Scott from Dallas here. Last night I saw a movie called Alias, Batman and Robin, which was a weird Filipino Batman movie modeled after Adam West's Batman and released as attempted competition against Keaton's first Batman movie. It's an incredibly goofy fan film about some criminals in a Filipino town who decide to dress up as Batman villains and run around committing crime. As a response, two brothers, played by real life father and son, dress up as Batman and Robin to stop them. This movie is goofy and actually has some pretty good intentional laughs. I'm not going to recommend you see this movie for the podcast, but that's only because I know y'all don't want to start getting into all the weird foreign copyright issue movies, and I've already recommended Turkish Star Wars. I'd suggest trying to track down a copy of this for your own viewing pleasure. Batman is a goof. The Joker is a maniac. There's Beach Boy sound like musical numbers. Batman becomes sovereign of the damned for one scene. There's a scene where, the, where Batman asks a woman to take off her glasses and then remarks, you're even more beautiful when your eyes are nude. Random words, lines, and entire conversation suddenly in English. It's a hell of a movie. Before I sign out, here are some titles of other Filipino movies that didn't care about copyright. James Bond Batman, Johnny Joker, Starzan, (laughs) Goosebuster, Romeo Loves Juliet, but their families hate each other, Crash and Burn, Scott from Dallas.
1: Goosebuster is something I can get behind. I would totally watch. Geese stars, fuck, man.
3: fuck geese. Mm-hmm. I want anyone who would bust. No, just kill them. <laughs> fuck them to death. Just kill them.
2: Ge- Wait, Ge- there's a difference no. there. Geese are assholes. <laughs> okay, I've, I've I've figured out why Canadian geese uh, are around here all the time. It's because because they're in, assholes. Because people in Canada are really nice, and Canadian geese are fucking assholes. Yep, they got <laughs> kicked, been kicked out, got out of kicked Canada. Out, yeah.
3: Canada. They, were asked, well, they, were, they weren't They were. kicked out. They were politely asked to leave. Hey,
4: off. could you uh, go down north we're, there to the uh, Florida? Go down north? <laughs> we're sorry, but you could you, uh,
0: you, know, to could them, you get out of here? Uh, hey. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm.
4: Sorry. Hate to be rude there, but uh, could you get out?
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're causing a ruckus. Right. Uh, yes, a ruckus. Uh, next one up, Steve, like the bird, said, Call. you've got red on you. BAMF cast. Steve, Steve like the bird here. Long time without squawking or even suching. I've been reading the. I've been reading the past two months, writing this giant ass dissertation on film preservation for English, and I handed it in yesterday. So once again, I have time to do well. Anything really? By the way, if you want frequent nihilism based panic attacks, dedicate a few weeks into researching film preservation because we're basically fucked. Two bags would not recommend.
2: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Much. Hey, watch your mouth, young yeah. man. <laughs> yeah.
3: Anyway, I want to talk about Edgar Wright movies because they're, for the most part, the only movies I've been able to sneak in the past few weeks. Turns out I like Edgar Wright a lot. Hmm. Like, any of these movies could become some of my favorite movies. I rewatched Shaun of the Dead while writing that goddamn paper just to survive the slog. So, the Cornetto trilogy. What these movies get so right is dedication to character. Every gag is just so true to the characters, and all these characters are super endearing. Every single one of Simon Pegg's and Nick Frost's characters are losers, but they're very different kinds of losers. Sean is very different from Angel, who is extremely different from Gary King. Also, these movies have real heart. The platonic romance between Peg and Frost in Hot Fuzz is heartwarming, and Shaun of the Dead gets really sad. Spoilers! Sean's reactions to the death of his stepfather and his mother brought me to fucking tears both times. Simon Peg can fucking act. Also, The World's End really went there, went there at the end. <laughs> Not just the last 10 minutes because holy shit, but also the reveal of Gary King's motivation to recreate the crawl is sad and heartfelt and holy shit. Cornetto Trilogy is amazing.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: I can't argue that. Now, Scott Pilgrim. I think Scott Pilgrim will grow on me more with more viewings, and I did like it, but it's flawed. Now, I never read the comic, but something tells me it's a bad idea to take six graphic novels and cram it into a two-hour movie. Characters aren't as developed as I would like them to be after watching the Cornetto movies. Also, fuck the Manic Pixie Dream Girl thing. I'm so tired of it. Also, this movie has like every young actress I'm in love with. Free Larson, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Aubrey Plaza, Alison Pill, Anna Kendrick. Chris Evans and Brendan Ruth are fantastic. Jason Schwartzman is always good to see. What I'm trying to say is the cast is awesome. Now, Michael Sarah. I don't hate Michael Sarah. Some people do. I'm not one of those people. That being said, there's something unlikable about Michael Sarah, <laughs> which is a problem because every character in this movie is an asshole, including our hero. It's a movie full of pretty unlikable people, except Knives. Knives is the best. And I've had a hard time rooting for Scott. You need an actor who's super charming to make up for Scott being so flawed, and Michael Sarah doesn't fill that need. Yet, at the end of the day, I still had a lot of fun. Sorry for the long, colored email but that you had to read out loud, Mackie. But it's been a while, and Edgar Wright is just plain old rad. I liked Ant-Man, and but it's only now I realized how great that movie would be if he got to stay on as director. That's an email for another day. 351 days until his next movie, Baby Driver, comes out. I'm ready. Crash and Burn, Steve Like the Bird, sent via a slice of fried gold. P.S. Ramona's hair colors changed throughout Scott Pilgrim almost perfectly match the three flavors of Cornetto. I'm 98% sure this wasn't intentional, and I'm reading way too much into this, but I think it's cool. <laughs> he sent pictures of how she's got the red, then
1: the blue, and then the green. Hmm. Uh, I think Scott Pilgrim's supposed to be an asshole.
3: Oh, yeah, he he does say that. I mean, But he's, he's supposed to be a likable asshole, and he's kind of... I don't know. I think he's
1: I don't know. I, I think he's likable enough. I'm it. a huge like huge sucker for that movie. Um but I don't know. I think he's likable enough. Um I don't know. I need to watch that again for the 100th time. I've I I feel I need to refresh this, my memory on I would every
2: say this. Details. I'm not sure it's going to sound right or like I'm not being an asshole myself, but I feel like I feel like Scott Pilgrim is one of those movies for people directly in our generation and our upbringing as far as game video game knowledge and and, like things we grew up on. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there are select few people outside of that that will appreciate the movie, but I don't feel like it's for everyone. I mean, I still I still think it stands alone. I don't think it's like I'm not trying to say like you have to be our age to enjoy this. I just feel like it's such a hyper specific pace and something about the movie that I feel like not—it's not—it's obviously not for everyone, mm-hmm. like right off the bat. And I—I I, I never take offense when someone says they don't like Scott Pilgrim. I mean, I do question them a little bit, like especially if they're—you know—it seems like a movie they should like, you know. Mm-hmm. But you know, I, I just feel like it's a very polarizing movie. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And mm-hmm. I feel like we all just kind of like lucked out in the we can appreciate Scott Pilgrim thing more, like because there's there's a st- something to be said about the way indie music was treated specifically in like the nineties and this like reverence for indie bands and video games and oh, just yeah. like all this pervasive stuff that's in Scott Pilgrim. And I feel like that's not like there anymore. I mean, if, I feel like now it's more, now it's more like, it's just like, it's kind of, it, it has a little bit like, like, like kind of out trying to hipster the names of the bands and not really like the talent of the band or anything like that. It's just like, mm-hmm. what's hot right now. It feels like more now than, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just, it's all dumb. <laughs> no, and, I don't know if I had a point there or not.
3: Well, <clears throat> the problem with the adaptation also is that the comics weren't done. They they hadn't finished them when they had been writing the script. Mm-hmm. And so it basically is completely different for, you know, basically from Brandon Ruth's X through the end. And then it kind of comes back to it because some of the stuff that they did in the movie, um, the guy not Brian O'Malley ended up using in the final book of Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. but it goes very different directions. Like it's the I want to say the comic is better, uh, I especially like the way it handles a lot of things, like the way he defeats uh, Brandon Ruth's character is they have to have a race through Walmart without going insane <laughs> And going through and spending too much time in Walmart drives Brandon Rouse's character insane. (laughs) But Scott can handle it. And he ends up leaving. Like, it's just weird stuff that, you know, just does not translate to, to uh, a movie. But I also, I love that movie. I love, I love the use of the soundtrack in there. Like, it's just one of those, like I've said before about a lot of movies where it's like, you go for it and you're like, I don't care if I alienate a bunch of people, the people that like this, are going to go fucking nuts right. and love every frame of this, mm-hmm. which is kind of how that movie is. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, maybe that's what I was trying to say. Is I, the People aren't willing to take chances on hyper-specific target audience movies anymore. It, it's like every movie has to like be run through this commercial filter, where it's like, yeah, that, but... You know, not everyone's going to get that reference, so can you dumb that down? Mm-hmm. Can you dumb this down? Can you make this more appealing? Can you, you know, put a tighter shirt on her? You know, all all like these dumb things that you have to do for mass market, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, kind of things. And it's just like it. It. I appreciate like when a movie kind of. I feel like Scott Pilgrim was like one of those hyper specific target audience mm-hmm. movies, and for the people that it hit, it hit, and if it didn't, you didn't. You know, no harm done, yeah. kind of thing. Like, yeah, you know, it,
3: and it's also one of those things that suffers in the adaptation in that the female characters in the comic are plenty Mm three-dimensional, whereas in the movie, they just kind of got chopped down to their archetypes, and that was it. Where, you know, like, Envy, his ex-girlfriend, is, like, a very sympathetic character. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, yeah, Scott kind of treated her like shit, too. You know, and so she treated him like shit back. You know, there's, like, that whole thing where it's like, okay, you know, there are two sides to it, and they actually tell her side of the story. So.
2: Yeah, I I guess, I I don't know. I mean, I I can't single that out. I I feel like every character was kind of paper-thin, like, archetype. I mean, I think that's, like, part of the charm of it, mm-hmm. to me. I, I just feel like everyone is just, like, boiled down to, I wouldn't say a stereotype, but, like, specifically, like, oh, you do a this. A character trait. A, a character trait. Like, yeah. you know, oh, you do this. Like, oh, you're the gay roommate. Okay, that's all you have. Like, <laughs> right. you know, you're some snarky gay roommate. You're the, you know, the vegan guy who thinks he's better than everyone else. You're the, you know, <laughs> you know the quirky Asian exchange, or not exchange, Asian student, you know. that's mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's just, like, it's everyone's just, like, really basic. You know, and I, I strangely enough, I find that to be one of the more endearing things about the movie is that like nobody's like a character. It's just like, eh, here's all the things you.
3: Yeah. Did they do they make Steven Stills the lead singer gay in the movie?
2: Never mentioned. No. OK, because because
3: that's what happens in the comic. Yeah. And it's funny because he's just like they show that Scott had become so detached from everyone because the comic takes place over a very long time. And there's a point where he's just like, like Steven shows up with a boyfriend and Scott's like, wait, you're gay. What? And he's like, yeah, I've been out for like half a year. Like <laughs> right. you're such a dick. You didn't even know, you know, it, it's, it's that sort of thing. But I, I, I couldn't remember if they did it in the movie or not. But yeah, I like, don't know. The, yeah. the way they treat it in the comic is just yeah. like, it, it's so great. Cause he's just like, no, he's like, yeah, <laughs> like I've, I've been gay for a while. You didn't <laughs> they you didn't hear about it or mm. anything, you know? Yeah. No. And, and I wish they had done something with that in the movie, but they didn't. So hmm. I guess not. Yeah. So anyway, but yeah. And those other movies are classics in their own right. I, I think world's end is the weakest of the three Cornetto ones. Yeah, I mean, they, they go down but, in order for me. I yeah. mean,
2: just, I love them all, but I mean, yeah, that's my favorite order down. Mm-hmm.
4: I think, Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz are pretty close, and then there's a bit of a drop off to, at World's End, but still,
3: yeah. And the thing about World's End too is like the soundtrack hits that very specific Brit pop that I think people our age are like the only ones that remember. Yeah, from like basically 1990 and 1991, and that's it. (laughs) Like, and that music fucking died right after that. But all of that stuff is the soundtrack of that movie, which is the whole Point of him trying to recapture that that point in time and not happening. Hmm. But anyway, moving on. All right. Uh, Next one up is from uh, Max, who has a movie recommendation. Says hello, Bafcast. It's April, which means it's time for your favorite thing in the world: animation recommendations. No. The movie. <laughs> the movie.
4: <laughs> no, wow. I'll, I'll you know right, <laughs> right, oh, I'm going to read it. Oh, okay, Damn okay. it.
3: The movie you want to watch is Dirty Pear Project Eden. It's a silly ass sci fi action movie about two female secret agents with a talent for fucking up everyone else's lives spectacularly, investigating a scientist that is making a totally not H.R. Giger alien out of rocks. The movie is never boring. Gorgeously animated, and only eighty-three minutes long, saturated with '80s as fuck music and fashion, boobs, and honest to goodness, it feels like a spiritual sequel to Hard Ticket to Hawaii. I hope you guys uh-huh. check it out. Crash and burn. <laughs> Max like the Jodie Foster.
2: I'm curious. Like, I think there's like <laughs> a thousand Dirty Pair movies. I wonder why that one. I, I'm pretty sure there's like a bunch. I, I did I, you say Dirty Pair? I don't think I watched yeah. a movie called Dirty Pair. Is this like with Apple, <laughs> whatever Apple, Smith, <laughs> Apple seed,
1: Apple Seed? Yeah.
2: I don't know. Is, is it a parody? No. Nope. Or is it dirty P-A-I-R? P-A-I-R. It's, two, it's two girls. I don't know. They just call them the dirty pair. I don't know why. It's not like...
1: Oh, is it? Is it?
2: Yeah. Okay. I don't
1: know. Oh. I thought maybe pair like the fruit. Yeah, that's what I thought.
2: Oh, no. Like, pear, like two, pair like two of them. Yeah. Oh, it's a whole thing. There's like
1: yeah there's a
3: whole dirty pair project thing. eden I, yeah,
2: that's I know. the one to watch i would say i've i there was a point in time where i watched a lot of anime and i'm sh- pretty sure i've seen some of the dirty pair Dirk. stuff good lord i'm <laughs> <laughs>
3: just looking
4: at this box art it's just like yeah dirty pair
2: no. No. no 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 yeah chuck says no no apparently. animation right. well no. Well,
3: no. well that's just happening well, regardless hunker, hunker down fellas what? I got a couple more emails for you. Oh, okay. Oh, good.
1: <laughs>
4: the well, next one up
3: from Birdie. Hi, Birdie. This is Animation 2.0 and other thoughts. No, oh, God damn it. Birdie says, hey, guys. <laughs> I've been meaning to write you guys sooner because I've been going through some movies, but I needed a few beers before I decided I could Hemingway myself and do a letter about movies and <laughs> animated movies. So, firstly, I still want to see Animation 2.0 be a thing. I still wholeheartedly recommend Un Gallo con Muchos Huevos. I own the DVD and I've loaned it to numerous people who agree that despite it's the quality of the movie, it's a lot of fun, especially to people who are fans of movies. Secondly, I'd recommend a movie on Netflix, Helen Back, which is a weird stop motion movie that I think is done by either the people who did Moral Oral or Robot Chicken. It's that same kind of style. It's a hard R kind of movie with a voice cast of hilarious comedians. I didn't like the movie myself, especially because it seems like it just tried way too hard to be offensive and it makes seven too many rape jokes for any feature. Well, yeah, that is too many. I'd let you guys be the judge on whether or not that's something to see. Thirdly, I'd recommend an odd movie I bought and hated, but believe it deserves a viewing. (laughs) He Never Died is a movie starring Uncle Hank Rollins as an immortal who has to feast on the blood of others to survive. The hero is kind of a curmudgeon who spends his time, his free time playing bingo and dealing with thugs. He discovers he has a daughter and she gets kidnapped and he kind of John Wicks the fuck out (laughs) of people to get her back. I'm making this sound like much more fun than it is, but I'd love to know if any of you guys are willing to check it out. By the way, as far as animation obsession is with you guys, there are supposed to be over 40 animated movies to be released this year. I'm hoping to see 20 to 30 of them, but I'm certain there's some future BAMCast worthy stuff coming out. Besides Ice Age 9 and Sausage Party. (laughs) Crash and Burn fellas. This is a haiku, by the way. Crash and Burn fellas. Enjoy some animation. And Henry Rollins. (laughs) Birdie sent for my 17 bottles of beer who became sentient and want to hang out with Steve like the bird heron for some drunken revelry. <laughs> Steve's I, underage. We're not going to allow that. Yeah, yeah, no. Sorry, Birdie. Sorry. I almost
2: watch that Harry Rollins movie just because it was on Netflix. It's not an animated. That was that was confusing. Oh. That That's, was not an animated movie at all. Oh, oh. you didn't watch the animated version. Oh. There's another one. Oh, okay. You should watch that. There is. All right. For animation, hey. animation. No, I mean, the, the phrasing. I mean, to, it sounded like <laughs> yes. we were getting all animated movie recommendations. I, I don't know about one of those, but mm-hmm. the Henry Rollins one. Okay, seems interesting movie. based on the description I saw on Netflix.
3: Hmm. He makes it sound very good. All right, next one up is from Isaac. Mm-hmm. It's titled "Animated Fast and Furious." <laughs> Salutations, Bamcast. I'm a huge fan of the podcast and listen to it all the time. I love how you never judge a movie purely on just one thing and can still really enjoy a movie, even if it's completely incompetently made, or still admit the flaws of really great movies and acknowledge that these flaws don't ruin it. Mm-hmm. One thing I think you guys don't quite do enough of, though, is animated movies. God damn it. And I know at least one of <laughs> you just cringed at the memory of your last month of animation <laughs> and the horrors of Food Fight and Rocket doodle but, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not talking about legitimately bad animated movies. I'm talking about cast worthy animated movies, movies that are poorly written, maybe poorly executed, but still badass or otherwise engaging, the kind of thing that is bad for the opposite reason Appleseed was bad. Instead of spending a thousand hours explaining every little detail of the intricacies of the world the writers created, these kinds of movies just dive right in and explain maybe 5% of the stuff that's thrown at the screen. One of my favorite good, bad animated movies is called Redline, oh. which is, <laughs> as the subject line of this email might imply, something like an animated over-the-top racing rebellion hyper-action movie, i.e. Fast and Furious. It's full of so many things that are never explained and never fully fleshed out, but for me at least, it has this amazing ability to suck the viewer in on the final act. Oh, by the way, it also takes place in space in the far-flung future. And if you've watched a few animated movies that take place in the future in space, then you might have noticed that they usually have really amazing and creative alien designs. This thankfully stays true in Redline. And any attempt to describe the bizarre, almost grotesque beauty of the animation and character design in this movie could never do it justice. Anyway, keep up the awesome podcasting. Isaac, Sent for my stick-powered gas.
0: Stick-powered
3: uh. Hi- gas hyphen. We'll never know what the other animal is. Huh. Uh, huh. Redline. Yeah. Listener Scott from Dallas sent us all copies of Redline. He watched
2: Redline. I have watched Redline. I, you watched Redline. I have not
0: watched Redline. I'm waiting yet.
1: for the perfect mix of intoxicants to throw that in the Blu-ray.
2: Okay. So Harlow's watched Redline. <laughs> we I, talked about it. I, I, I literally don't know what to think anymore. I mean, like I, I think we could watch it, but then next thing I know, you all hate it. Just based on, <laughs> I feel like animation is, is is y'all's talking puppy movies, and I feel like I'm like, yeah, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with some animation. It's like hashtag you, Harlow. You're fine. just, I'm just saying, you're you're as off put by the idea, the notion of animated movies as I am by talking fucking dog movies. We had a terrible run. Okay.
3: Yeah, we did pull like the, it was a bad month. Sure. Because we tried to do bad animated movies. Yeah. Which okay. are bad.
4: Yeah. And, like, even when we did Rock and Rule, which was not part of a theme month or anything, it was just like, hey, you guys have really liked this. We were all bored out of our fucking minds.
2: Okay. I, I agree.
4: So I worry. I mean, I I get that people like animated movies of all shapes and sizes. But when I hear someone recommend one, I just it just takes me back to Rock and Rule. And, yeah. you know, I
2: think I we've, we've said this before. I think the problem is. It's easy for some dipshit to go out there with a camera and point it at some friends driving around in a car, or having an action movie that's not very mm-hmm. actiony. Mm-hmm. A lot of hands have literally have to be involved in making an animated movie, and, and it's harder for it to be bad, in so much that somebody doesn't has to go. Are you sure you want to do this? Because it's fucking stupid. Yeah, you know and. So there's like a lot more chance of oversight of like you know something happening and someone going yeah this isn't that good of an idea yeah someone would be like whoa 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 I'm not drawing that yeah <laughs> this this is dumb and yeah. you need to rethink this or I quit and you know sure there are some people that persevere and make this happen anyway yeah. and but it 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 feels like a harder thing to, for it to come together and be bam like the the things that we want from the Bamfcast and an animated movie yeah. it just feels unlikely Go- bad in a good way right
3: GoBots was
4: all right because it was such a crass commercial tie-in mm-hmm. just so blatantly trying to sell yeah. <laughs> transformer rocks
1: to kids yeah, yeah. rock lords <laughs> voyage of the rock lords yeah <laughs> no you got to put the rock lords in the challenge of the rock lords challenge challenge of the rock of the,
4: aliens yeah. is the other all thing all i know is War it was. of the rock lords
3: <laughs> is it was Put the rock lords in the tumblr.tumblr.com.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember. Put the rock lords yeah. in the.tumblr.com. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah.
4: I would watch every single toy tie in any of those things, like the He-Man, mm-hmm. She-Ra, all that bullshit. I will watch all those because those are so commercially crass that they come off as entertaining.
2: Oh, yeah. I, I, I'll i watch Secret of the Sword, like, tomorrow if Okay. you want to. Sweet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> all right. I will say
3: there will be something animated for you guys.
2: Okay. What
0: do you mean? Us? Why? Uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we will have
3: some content regarding animation. Okay. In May. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Not going to be a full month of animation. That's animation because I don't want Chuck to like literally die. I don't want to die. I think he might. Yeah. If we were to do an entire month. Sure. Yeah.
4: If we have something, do
2: we need to put it on a list? We'll here?
3: have we'll have some animated content.
2: Okay. All right. Redline's pretty good, though. Okay, I think that's what I'm trying to get at. All right. Okay. Cool.
3: And we have one last one from Nils, which is a voicemail.
6: Greetings, casters. This is Nils from Southern Utah. And the other day, I picked up joysticks on DVD, <laughs> but that's not what I wanted to tell you about. On the disc, <laughs> there are a bunch of trailers for some interesting-looking movies, Among them is a movie I'd never seen before or even heard of, but the trailer was amazing. It's a film called Kill and Kill Again. So after seeing the trailer, I sought the movie out, and I cannot recommend this movie highly enough. I mean, I could try to sell it to you, but I can't really do a better job than the trailer. So take a listen to this. (laughs)
5: James Ryan, four times world martial arts champion, a living weapon of destruction. In 1980, he accepted the challenge to take on a battalion of karate commandos and kill, or be killed. Now, James Ryan is back as Steve Chase, in the most explosive action adventure of our time... This time, his assault squad of five international superstars must face an enemy that could devastate any army on Earth. The Karate clones of the Mad Marduk. And his evil champion of champions, the Optimus. Steve Chase. Must have been domestic. The Fly. Gypsy Billy, Gorilla, Hot Dog, and the magnificent Candy Cane. I had to see for myself how good you really were. Together, they must battle for a prize more valuable than any trophy, the freedom of the entire world. It'll be expensive. Shall we say two million? Five million. In the air, on the ground, and in the arena of death. Let the fun begin. When black belts clash, steel fists collide, in a martial arts free for all of global proportions. This is the all-new Kill and Kill Again. The one motion picture that will annihilate every concept you've ever had about the limits of human strength, conditioning, and endurance. Kill and Kill Again. The challenge continues.
6: Okay, I don't think anything else I could say could sell you better than that. I hope you guys will take a look at this, put it on the list somewhere, because there's just so many amazing jocksworthy stuff in this film. And the driving plot of it is that uh, some scientist invented a super gasoline from potatoes Ooh. that can also be used as a mind control serum. I also want to say I'm really looking forward to you covering Death Wish 3, I think it will be a very good episode when you get there. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Crash and Burn, Nils out. Um, You You had me at Kill and Kill again.
0: Yeah, I wrote down the title before you even hit play.
3: I didn't even need the trailer, but (laughs) hot dog.
1: Hot dog. Hot dog. Yeah. It was like, was that the world's longest run-on sentence? Yeah, it pretty much was. I have absolutely no idea what... Like what the plot or what was going on with that. However, there were a ton of words in there that I really liked, mm-hmm. all strung sort of together. Sure. So
2: And uh, inter- inter- interspersed with some, yeah! Yeah! yeah. And, ah, ah, ah,
4: <laughs> I want yeah. every concept of my strength and conditioning challenged
3: <laughs> to be obliterated. Yeah. 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 God, I, I love put, old martial arts trailers. I put it on the list. I fucking love them. I
4: tell you what, I like. Listening to a martial arts trailer like that Because seeing it You're seeing all the best stuff Mm -hmm. But just hearing it As long as it's got a good narrator That'll sell me on your movie Like if I'd seen the trailer I'd be like well we just saw all the good stuff But now I, miss, I want to see what all the yelling is about. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: I miss trailers where they, you know, tell you what's going on. The hype man, yeah. in the yeah. tra- just, Hey, yeah. you guys are going to be blown
4: Coming out your soon. Asses. <laughs> a movie
1: that's going to punch you in the dick. Yeah, I, I love dick, the
3: ones dick. that challenge you. They're like, "Can you handle yeah. the thunder kick?" <laughs> yes. Are you ready to get your guts kicked <laughs> out?
4: And I especially love the ones where they've just made up backstories for their actors that didn't exist. Yeah. Four-time <laughs> world karate man. Just like, <laughs> okay, buddy. <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, it's on the list. Eighteenth
1: level black belt. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> for a time, Mister Eastern <laughs> Southern Ohio's Mister Karate
4: Grandmaster of Karate Universe is this guy in a thing. It's funny, like all the the th- the, th- the trailer kept saying, like the challenge continues. It's like this is not a sequel to anything.
3: <laughs> nothing.
2: That's no, it's right. not a sequel to Kill.
4: No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a double no, feature, yeah, of
3: Kill and a, Kill again. It's no. a sequel to Kill and Kill.
4: No, no.
2: just yeah. Kill. Oh, kill and kill? It's kill, like,
3: kill. look who's talking too. Right.
2: hmm Kill and kill.
3: Look who's talking now. Again. Kill and kill again. <laughs> kill. All right. That's right. That's gotta be it. Yeah. That's on the list. Okay. Yeah, it's on the list. Nice job, Nils. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, good job. So. Uh, so, contact info. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> okay, go to BMFcast.com. <laughs> 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 that's
0: all you need I wasn't ready for it. Oh
1: bmfcast.com
2: <laughs> yes
1: twitter.com slash bmfcast I, I
2: didn't understand it when he said it but yeah. thank you for explaining clar- for that, that to me yes you're welcome <laughs>
1: now that I've said it yeah. now that yeah. people will understand it um, patreon.com slash bmfcast mm. uh, bmf at bmfcast.com 9105 jacks bmf 5, 6, 9, 2, 6, 3. those are some contact informations for you mm-hmm. use those in some way
3: uh huh all right. Yeah. I will. I'll write I you. know you will. I'll write you.
1: Thank you. I'll call you. You can email me at bmf at bmfcast.com. Yeah, but only you. Mm-hmm.
2: They come straight to my phone. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here, shall we? <laughs> yes, please. I am Harlow. I'm Mackie. I'm BJ. I'm Chuck.
1: And this is Bmfcast out.
0: Waking up at the crack of news. tropical drink waiting by the band to raise me back into reality. Then I dip in the water cause it's getting hotter. A few drinks later next night. It takes a lot of work just to play this hard, but I know I'll get it right. Another day.